0: hey what's going on everybody uh this is jay uh just want to kind of let you guys know that this episode uh there is some audio issues on my end on this episode um yeah so i just want to apologize for the the little issues that's on this episode and everything and yeah um take you right to the episode now hello everyone you're listening to jay movie talk episode 182 as i'll be talking young guns 2
1: Chisholm you're right Lincoln County War is over we just want to get out of here get down below well you get down below all right doc you get down below your ability kid too, you know you all are dirty little Billy bastards and I don't owe you anything doc or you should be
0: and joining me for this episode is returning from episode 181, who was on here to talk about Young Guns, the first movie. Uh, returning guest Jeff from Jeff versus the World. What's going on? <laughs> that,
1: that word was used a lot in this one. I didn't realize how much.
0: <laughs> and, it's, and I mean, before we even get into the movie, just to talk about that for a second, the fact that they kept referring to him as a tenderfoot, and it's like. Oh. I mean, for anybody who don't know um, what a tenderfoot is, I mean, you go ahead and explain it to them.
1: Oh, I need to know. I didn't get a chance to look. I didn't get a chance to find out. <laughs> All right.
0: So, I mean, I don't know. Let's see. I Let mean look at the true definition oh. of tender. <laughs>
1: Gosh, I didn't. First, it started off with beaver. Then you had um. Uh, Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh and I'm just like, wait, why is this word being thrown around so
0: much? Okay, so there's like a couple of different. Um, let's see, there's a North American definition, which is a newcomer or novice, especially a person unaccustomed to the hardships of pioneer life, or a Boy Scout of the lowest rank. <laughs> That's to be.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess.
0: And, yeah. and, and Doc is neither one of those.
1: No, at all. He rode with a dirty underwear gang, so we already exactly. know how you get down.
0: But the fact that first said, oh, this Tenderfoot. Oh, we got we got the uh, Mexican Indian, and the Tenderfoot. I'm like, really? Like, they must not know. Doc got blood on him. Doc has he has blood on his hands. Yes. But but yeah, I just thought it was kind of crazy how you know? they kept referring to him as so. Tenderfoot.
1: Um. So we we got a chance. So we got a chance to talk about it off air, and like since we're recording, we can talk about it. What was your initial thoughts, like just watching it? I mean, like if you if you had to look at it as a separate movie, and and it's hard to because it's really a sequel that's not supposed to be a sequel but you know it's a it's a companion but looking at it just as it you know that movie young guns 2 how do you feel about it
0: after watching it this time it's is it's a it's a movie of where it, i guess it kind of floats into the realm of like a lot of the other movies in regards to of to get Pat Garrett. And all the people that was involved because for one, they tack on this whole um Bushy Bill Roberts as he he's telling the story, so in a way you gotta look at it from that point of view for one. And when you kinda look at a lot of the other movies like Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, uh Chisholm and just other movies that revolve around this story. The way this one feels is like, okay, this is just a variation of what actually went on, opposed to how the first movie kind of feels more like, you know, it it kind of made more sense where this movie is like, okay, we're trying to, one, tell this new story and also play to the first movie to some degree. So the way I feel about it really is like it's good, but I mean, if if it was never made, I wouldn't be disappointed. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? It's so no, It's, it's, it's kind of
1: so. How long was the movies in between? Four years? No, it was just two. Two years. years. So let's see. I I'm, and this is me guessing because I really didn't get a chance to do any like research like I wanted to. But let's see, a lot of these people, uh, Milo Estevez, uh Kiefer Sullen, Lou Diamond Phillips, I'm gonna say we're in their prime. And I guess they wanted to strike again while it was hot. Because we just if it was two years, they were just like, Okay, how can we make a sequel? And we know the first one made money. Let's run it back and see if we can do it again. And I think this is when we get. See, this is around that era where, you know, we were getting twos. You had your Rambo twos and, you know, you were getting certain sequels to certain things. And I get the idea of it. I'm fine with that. But the main story that they tried to make the main story of the film wasn't Billy the Kid. It was Billy the Kid and Pat Garrett. And it didn't fit. Mm hmm um historically it doesn't fit and it didn't fit because they, we were we were as the audience i felt like we were emotionless to their relationship because in the first one there was no relationship it was billy being in awe of pat garrett and saying one day i'll be as big as him and then him actually being bigger than him and him you know coming to him telling him it could have been a setup or he could have been really been letting them know that's for people to debate or, you know, for whatever however you feel about it. So the relationship that they wanted us to fill in this sequel wasn't there. And I don't even care how much they tried to, you know, shove it down. I'll throw us in that first uh 20 minutes of, uh, yeah, you know, I'm riding with Pat Garrett and Arkansas mm-hmm. Dave Rudabaugh because like I told like I said in the first episode, he's only riding with them now out of circumstances and out of convenience. Yeah. It's not and he even says it in the film without saying it. He says when they um are held up in that little cabin or little place he was staying at, he was like, shit, there was nothing I would ever do. To, I would do anything to keep this game together when y'all boys came back because that's his family. Those are his uh, brothers. Those are the people that he cut teeth with. So it's like. This Pat Garrett thing just didn't work. And I think me watching it today, that's that was the problem. That was the major problem This I felt I felt nothing after after Chavez died. It was like. Well, you can wrap this up now.
0: Pretty much, yeah, it was, yeah, that was it. I mean, the the, the pale horse came and was like great. <laughs> he said, I mean, he told credits. him
1: when the spirit horse comes, the secret hoop will be broken and then it'll be over. Mm-hmm. And it, it it literally was over for me because I was just I tuned out. I watched and I observed and I remember the ending because it's always this: Did he really shoot him or did he make it look like he shot him? You know, we can debate that later, but um. Yeah, man, it just—I didn't feel anything until Doc appeared. I mean, Christian Slater was cool in this role. I know why they put Christian Slater in this movie. Let's not get it twisted. He was supposed—he definitely was supposed to have next up. He should have been.
0: Yeah.
1: He should have been what he was now, then. And I mean, he was to a certain degree, but you know, stuff happens, and you know, it, you know, a lot of bad movies in between. Although I do like cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe one time me and you we should review cuffs. But I, I enjoy cuffs because it just doesn't make any sense. Thank you.
0: It's been a little time since I've seen it too.
1: That and Pump Up the Vine. Pump Up the Oh God. Like he just mobsters. <laughs> the one with Richard. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. He knows yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah.
1: bad movies. But <laughs> to his credit, the women loved them. so. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, I mean, him. hey. And you got true romance thrown in yeah, there too so that was really good though that was phenomenal um yeah so uh yeah it's just this movie whew, the pack Garrett stuff was just what who thought of this it, it wasn't a better way like couldn't you structured this movie and made did that just flip it make the main story about the boys and pals and you know them keep trying to keep and billy trying to keep that this thing going ride with him and being with him and have the pat garrett thing play the backstory but it was the other way around
0: uh, yeah I, I guess because people know the whole thing billy Gibb, pat garrett so it's like okay we're gonna make it out to where they're best friends and then they become enemies and, you know and then it, it kind of felt like what they were trying to do with this movie too. Um, I don't know if you ever seen The Wild Bunch or whatnot, but it it felt like they were trying to do that to some degree, to where you have the old friend who, he was an outlaw, he used to ride with the gang, but because of circumstances and what he wanted, he decides to get with the law and decides to track down his old gang, you know, for... You know for the for the law basically and that's what it felt like here like they was trying to in some way recreate that a little bit but maybe it, it just didn't didn't feel
1: right i i definitely enjoyed this when i was younger i think because it was the ability to Kid and i didn't dive or try to look too hard into the story Now just being at an older age watching the movies like mm, no no i i see problems and i see issues and and the story just, it's, 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 it's not a bad story. What they tried to do wasn't bad. And I don't want people to, I'm like, misunderstand what I'm saying. It wasn't bad. If you enjoyed it, that's fine. But it just didn't make sense. If you were to watch Young Guns 1 and then watch Young Guns 2, the stories don't add up. It just, no. it didn't work. It didn't work what they were trying to get at. And I get it, you know, and, the end of you oh know, I want to be pardoned, you know, him as an old man said I want to be pardoned, and, <laughs> and he, you know, <laughs> the whole thing, the basis of the movie was let's talk about his scars. He said, "Do you have any?" Yeah. Said, that was the whole thing to say what happened during that time, what happened after, you know, the war. Um. So yeah. I mean, you know, we could just get into some. But I, I have to say everybody in the movie did great, fantastic. From Vigo to Oh yeah, to, no question. uh Christian uh Christian Slater and you know everybody was just and, and uh Kiefer Sutherland and Lou Diamond Phillips picked up right where they left off at. It, it was like nobody missed a beat, especially uh Emilio Estevez.
0: Oh, he felt like he he just stayed in character yeah. for two
1: years. He <laughs> <laughs> really did. Like you ain't missing a beat at all. And I love the way I love the way Doc played it. I and I really enjoyed he played it. And I said I was gonna talk about this um uh, in the first one. He played it so like I know I know who you are, I know what you are, and I had to get away from you. Because the way he's looking at Billy in this movie is like this is me. If I never find John, if I never found John Tunstall, this is where I would have been at. This is this is the same position. It was just like yin and yangs looking at each other, and that's why they were so compatible when they first saw each. You know, when he saw him, and then Billy was gonna be an asshole, He'll give you my boots or shine my boots or whatever he said. So, and it was just like <laughs> an asshole. Like it's like brothers who know each other and care for each other, but Doc knows if I stay with you i know my ending i already know what's going to happen and that's why i'm trying to be far away from you but he drug him back from new york so and he was just like it was like almost like i'm riding with you now only because i really have to i don't have no revenge anymore on my heart we did what we had to do man i got to get away because you're just a maniac <laughs> he knows it man <laughs> he says <laughs> i see kids in uh new york imitating him and i'm sure that's probably like an eerie feeling for him like no y'all just don't know he's not a hero whatever y'all try to think he is he's
0: not so um let's 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 talk about cash for a second we kind of allude to a little i mean outside of i mean the only people that return from the first movie because did that for the first week. We'll Billy Esteridge, Keithie Sutton, Lou Diamond Phyllis, we'll, So we'll, we'll keep them separate. But we we get some new people here. We get Christian Slater. Um, we get William Peterson as new Pat Garrett. Um, Alan Rook as Henry French. Oh, whatnot. Oh, god. Um,
1: <laughs> we, we I kept seeing I, all I kept saying, I was like, man, Ferris would be upset at you right now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Cameron went sick in this. Yeah,
1: one. he, was sick
0: in this he wasn't sick. He went sick. Oh, man. <laughs> um, and then we get like some veteran actors. You get James Colvin show up. You get uh freaking Tracy Walton played Beaver. Uh, Scott Wilson, aka Herschel from The Walking Dead, as the governor is here. Um, let's see. Bradley Whitford as the lawyer. You know, dealing with old old Bushy Bill. Mm-hmm. He's here. Vigo Mortensen looking like young as hell in this movie. <laughs> he shows up, Mr. Green um, Book himself. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I never watched that movie because everybody pretty much says the same thing about the movie. Yeah. So I'm like, nah. And last but not least, and I have to mention her, and I'm talking about Jenny Wright as Jane Greethouse. My goodness. Um, yeah. And I mean, we'll talk about her later because I have thoughts about her. And I feel like. But no, okay, we can talk about her now. How about that? Um, I, She was like one of my first crushes, like movie crushes when I was a kid. Yeah, because you got to see her naked. What well, <laughs> happened? But, no, no, it, but, but it, wasn't, it wasn't because of this movie. It wasn't because of this movie. Um, no, it was actually because of the movie uh, Near Dark. The uh, kind of vampire movie with with Lance Harrison, Bill Paxton. I know, I've seen him. all but it's, it's good it was uh Catherine Bigelow's first movie oh um, actually, and just like when I saw it', it was like I was like I was at odds. it was like she I felt like she was like the next she was supposed to be like the next big thing as far as actresses go, and after this movie, she did all more man and then she just kind
1: of oh, oh she was in law more man,
0: right. <laughs> But after that, that she movie. just vanished. <laughs> it's like it's like what the hell happened? It's like, cause I it's like even even since I started podcasting, I I kinda of, every so often I'll be like, whatever happened to Jenny Wright? What happened to me? Cause she she was a really good actress and I don't know what happened. I don't I don't like to assume, but when you look at like some of this Me Too stuff or whatnot, when people like, especially actresses, disappear for a long time, it's like, oh man, did. Really like the last thing she was,
1: yeah. was Enchanted,
0: 1998. See, so it's like, but and if you look at her career, like in the 80s, and then, like I say, all more man, it's like the last big thing that she do, and then after that, it's like just random appearances. I think she showed up like on. Freaking Batlock episode. It's like, what the hell are you doing in Batlock?
1: He was in Batlock
0: but, and um, NYPD
1: Blue. It,
0: like, how you go from how you go from doing these movies like you know with these big actors and everything? this Ain't you really, but, you know, back then when you went from movies to TV, it was almost like a step down for your career. the Now was kind of reversed
1: reverse. But you know, it's like the same thing me and Shaheeb be talking about because we talked about uh how like Lorraine's uh Laurence, Lorenz, Lorenz Tate and uh Naya Long. Year Long, excuse me, just yeah. went away for a long time. It was like, where are they at now? And now they just popped up in Power and uh, Dear White People on Netflix and other stuff. And she had the movie on Netflix. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but they were gone. Yeah, they it was like, you know, but you know, they, they, at least they came back. She didn't even come back. After 98, she was all done. And it's just crazy. But like I
0: said, she... I felt like she was supposed to be like the next one of. It's almost like if, as if Julia Roberts stole her 90s career to That's what I said But, um, yeah, she just, she just vanished. And it's like, she was, a, she was, she had so many really good performances like in the 80s and in, in the early, early 90s. And then she just disappeared. But, but yeah, um, just, uh, your thoughts about like this cast. And how it seems like there's a more of a variety of like young actors with older actors, but the first movie it was mainly about the young actors, the true young dudes. Um
1: The cast was fine. Um you had a lot of people that you've seen in many you know a lot of other things. Um I think I don't think the cast uh how should I say this? I don't think this cast lived up to the first cast. And it's hard to, you know, pick casts between each other, especially when you come going through it to a sequel, because it's a whole different story. It's a whole different vibe. And, you know, you got to take those things into account. But this one was really more focused on Billy and the gang, and everything else was just like movement around it. Nobody really stuck out. You know, you want to say like, it was always like, okay, you got this scene. Uh, They're going to the whorehouse. You got Jane there. Boom. Then with the governor, he had his two scenes. Boom. It was like nobody stayed. Like, I mean, <laughs> you want to count Beaver. <laughs> oh, like, it was like everything else was just moving around them. <laughs> so, and I mean, oh. I enjoyed Chisholm. Just that little small scene he had. Oh, you get down
0: low, Doc. <laughs> you get down. Low. He wasn't lying. <laughs> he wasn't lying. And it, it, it's funny they they had James Coburn in here because he actually played Pat Garrett in the uh, um, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, where uh, Chris Christopherson played Billy the Kid. He was like, damn near 40 years old playing Billy the Kid, but yeah, that, but that's an interesting movie though. Um. To a Sam Peckinpah movie, and the way that story is told, I mean, you talk about a lot of legendary actors in that freaking movie, oh. like just Western actors that show up in that movie. Um, but yeah, I actually, I actually own that movie. I thought about watching it, like maybe after getting past Young Guns, just to watch it, cause it's once again, it's another variation of this whole story, even though in that movie, it's told from at garrett's point of view he's more the main focus where billy is kind of like in and out of the movie and everything but but yeah i just thought it was interesting they had james colbert Chalker, playing the character of chisholm who <laughs> in the in the old movie uh john wayne plays of uh, john chisholm so there's your connection here because you know patrick wayne played you know pat garrett in the first movie so Um But yeah, this I, I always kind of felt like this cast too. They it wasn't as close of a, of a knit as that first cast. Because even though you, you got Emilio, Blue Diamond, and Kiefer, and like like you said, they pick up exactly where they left off. But Kristen Slater, he added to a bunch. He kind of feels like an outsider, and they play it like he's an outsider mm-hmm. <laughs> in a lot of scenes.
1: And Pat Garrett um, is supposed to be like, "Well, we know you. You're familiar with us, but you're not one of us."
0: Yeah. And then you add in, "Oh, I even mentioned. I forgot to mention Belters are getting playing the playing Tom O'Fallon or whatnot, the young kid. Oh, gosh, who? I mean, he was so young in this freaking movie, He was a literal kid in this freaking
1: movie. Um, you know what's funny about that? But, when I got, for some reason, when I was in my twenties. I always thought, or even you know how you make yourself think something. I always thought, made myself believe it was Lou Diamond, uh, not Lou Diamond, It was um, uh man, what's his name now? <laughs> I can't think of his name now. Um, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, Leonardo DiCaprio. For some reason, I made myself believe it was him as a younger kid. I don't know why. I can see that
0: a little bit.
1: I can see that. I don't know why I thought that or what made me think that. I think it's, I saw it one time and I made it just, you know, because back when you were a kid, you don't I don't pay attention to the actors' names and stuff like that. So when I got like in my 20s, I was like, oh, yeah, won't Lou Diamond? For, I mean, um, Leonardo DiCaprio in this movie. And I just kept on saying, yeah, yeah. Then I saw it one time. I was like, oh, no, that's not Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> but. And what's crazy about it, that? The character that he plays, Tom, he was one of the original 16 regulars.
1: I think I did Where, read that.
0: The mm. way they do it in this way. see, that's the problem too. When, and that's it comes back to again. There, it was not. We know it was not supposed to be a sequel. And it's like, well, we killed off majority of the boys from the first. So who can he ride with? <laughs> who can we give him to ride with this one? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, they got him here playing a, a younger version of that character, cause he was, he was actually a part of the whole, uh, ambush and assault on, uh, McSween's house in the first movie, Tom um, And what that. So, yeah, so they bring him in here and they got him playing a freaking kid. And, um, and everything. Um, so this movie, it opens up with freaking, this old-ass man riding through this. like, where the hell is he coming from, first
1: of all? Hey, at least the makeup And huh, still dated. I mean, 2020, the makeup still looked pretty good. Oh, yeah. For, you know, for that
0: time. Yeah, I mean, and they and you know, they did not want him to play the old, older version of Bushy Bill Robinson.
1: I'm pretty sure he they,
0: that. He was like,
1: no, I am going to do it. You know how actors get. I want to do it.
0: Well, he, he basically had the makeup. People put him in a whole bunch of makeup. He showed up. And he was in character and they was like, who's this old man or what? And then he had, yeah, so it was basically, he had to show them like, look, I can do this. So it's like, okay, you are, so you can play the old, you know, Bushy Bill. He does a great job of that, but he, he rolls up on this horse and he just out in the middle of nowhere. Literally, there you see this freaking freeway. He just sits down on this hill (laughs) and always laughing at that shot of him just sitting there looking. As the car is, is riding past it, it stops real quick. And it looked like he just sitting there like, yo, no. like, yeah, this is where I'm at. And everything, I was just sitting on his It with an old ass. And, and we, the lawyer gets out, we see that's, uh, Bradley Wiffer. Uh, get out, right? Um, he goes up and they have a little conversation and goes about, like, he want to be pardoned. And, and it's like, for what? For <laughs> and it's like, well, you know, for the murder of 21 men. And, and, you know, I want to go before the governor and get pardoned for it. Like, and they start going through all his aliases, and, and then when they want to get the William H. bonnie It's like, whoa, whoa, William H. bonnie like alias Billy the Kid. Plus, he don't believe him or whatnot. And it's like, you got any scars? It's like, right. yeah, I got scars. <laughs> they didn't fades. but like, what would you think about just how they open the movie with Bushy Bill robinson uh, I thought
1: the opening was fine. I mean, you had to. You had to, you had to find a way to get us back in this place, and they could have easily just picked up right where they left off and leave all this bushy bill nonsense. <laughs> they easily could have just picked up where they left off at, but for some reason they wanted to, you know, show him as an old man, and I guess that was easier because you know we say, okay, so if you get your hands, you get the third one. Don't. So I, 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 I get it. I get it to a certain degree. <laughs> or if they came back and was like I Amilo mean, like, Asteroids was like, look, no. This is it. We'll do this and that's fine. You don't want to get stuck in the whole Mighty Ducks thing. But uh <laughs> Um yeah, it was it was it was a fine opener. I didn't have a problem with it. Like I said, the makeup just still looked fantastic now in twenty twenty. And we I've seen bad makeup in twenty twenty on TV and movies. So he did a great job with that. And um uh, it sets it up real nicely. You know, you do you have scars and now he has to those these scars are basically did now from everything that I did, this is what's happening now. And While you know it was fine, not fine in the first one. It was like you know we lost three, four people. Now I'm losing the closest people to me.
0: And okay, so see, all right, so that's what's crazy about it. I mean, we're gonna talk about it, but in the first movie, correct me if I'm wrong, did it seem like him and Chavez was that close?
1: Um, uh, I want to say no, but it was something about and again, remember now, a scammer can get you to do a lot of shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: because what did what did what did Chavez say? the way is east or west, I forgot what we say, and that's the way to go. And he was gonna leave. Billy, you know, he just got that he got that gift of gab. He talked him into, you know, keep riding with me or whatever. And this one, I think is more of a thing of if anybody can get where they need to go, it's him. And I need to be with him. Or I need to ride with him. And I tr- even if trust, even that he trusts him. Because he know he got his back no matter what. And that played out in this film. Um, but I get what you're saying. There really was no seen or anything that we saw that would say they were close. But this one made it seem like they were close because they were the last three left. And him and Doc were more like brothers because they didn't get along. And but it was an end to a means, especially for the first one, because they both wanted the revenge. It was just that Billy was gonna do it by you know by any means necessary. So this one is more like, yeah. this 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 one is more like okay family reunion. Oh shit, I gotta see my brother. <laughs> I don't feel like dealing with his shit. This is I Doc is taking it. This one like I just wanna go home with my yeah. wife and
0: kid. Like, Yeah, I w I don't wanna see my brother, but hey, my cousin Chavez, we cool. Yeah. We always was cool. But my brother,
1: ugh. But on that we find out uh Doc is a damn scammer himself. <laughs> yeah but
0: yeah trying to pass as a tenderfoot
1: <laughs> not only that I man um oh, what was it oh, when they had uh shit, I'm trying to remember the scene now, okay, yeah, when they had first um uh, captured him and uh they threw him down in the damn uh pit oh. or whatever oh, yeah, yeah he was like um uh, when troubles come, they come not sick sing- they not they come not single spies but in battalions. And what does Doc say? Oh, I have to tell you something. I never wrote, I didn't write that. It was William Shakespeare. This man I here like Drake. <laughs> got other people quoting stuff that other
0: people write. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, Doc, you know, he, tried to, he always tried to smooth talk people, so yeah. I, I was, and, and maybe that's why him and uh, Billy didn't get a yeah. he saw too much of himself. <laughs> doc is a damn
1: hotel, just spewing other people's stuff. Don't find out for
0: himself. <sighs> oh man. But yeah, so so speaking of so we we get this uh um, this little bounty hunter gang or whatnot, they riding and everything, and they come up on Billy's sleep and it's like, oh it's Billy the kid or oh, we can get money for him, this that another get like a hundred doggies for his a trigger finger, dude go walking up on him with the knife and <laughs> go to cut off a finger. You see them eyes open, it's like, Oh shit <laughs> he gets shot. Um Dave come out of nowhere with a little sawdom shotgun, shooting one dude. Pat Garrett come up with a big long barrel shotgun. And you thinking that he gonna shoot the dude, he shoots the horse. <laughs> he don't shoot the gal on he shoots the horse. And right off I guess right off the bat they were trying to let us know like Pat Garrett is kind of a bad man too. Cause he could've easily just killed the dude, but no, he wants to play with it. he's like, don't I know you? <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, you know me. He's like, what's your name? Travers. from told Rosa. No, nah. nope, I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> and then he just, just kills. It's like, damn. It's like, damn, Pat. Like, just, he just killed a dude. You want to play with or not? And they, you know, they kind of going over stuff and and everything. And then one dude that Dave had shot, he wasn't actually dead just yet. He rolls over and Pat sees it and. He shoots him at the same time that I shoots and end up shooting Billy in the leg. And that's how Billy gets that little blimp he has or whatever. Um, I think this scene kind of sets up too that Dave is not a good shot. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of play that a few times and move like hey, Dave ain't really yeah, and that Dave um, can't really shoot. Yeah. That kind of proves
1: it. I thought it was a good. I thought this scene was great because it just showed you who and what and the situation, where the situation is now where Billy's at. And like I've been saying, you know, this is all circumstances now. Like, I need people I can trust to ride with me. um, Because I can't. Um, And they play it as Pat Garibs is his homeboy and uh, Arkansas Dave Rudabog is just, he want to be Twitter famous (laughs) so bad. (laughs) He he, want to be, he wants to be Twitter famous so bad and Pat Gary, but Pat Gary doesn't show his
0: till later. Yeah, he, he, he waits. He realized, well, we're, we're going to talk about that, especially yeah. that one see when he go in and have his interview, basically. Um,
1: oh man, I'm going to tell you something that pissed me <laughs> off, but I'm going to wait till we get there.
0: Wait. All right. So, so we go from that to where they, um, they show Doc, he's in, he's in New York and everything. He's a school teacher, you know, he all clean cut, got glasses on, you know, teaching the kids how to, you know, come figure out words and stuff like this. And they like having a good time with the kids. Next thing you know, these damn law people come bursting through the door with guns drawn on it. them, so don't move. And it's like, what the hell they thought he was going to do here and there with a bunch of kids. like, he thought he had a gun under the desk or
1: something nah, like you gotta think about this they pulled up all the way in new york to come get him
0: <laughs> yes it's like like y'all ain't I'll let that go it. this
1: has been a year later y'all y'all looking still looking
0: what but uh-huh. for, for, for doc of all people it's like really but just the way they run it imagine you know what you know, it, and it, it's not over yet. it could happen i'm surprised it ain't happened yet anyway the police just go burst into a classroom get guns drawn on the teacher saying, Oh, you know, teachers want it for for whatever. And it's like, y'all just run up in a classroom like that. Like y'all just don't have no type of decency. Just, oh, we're gonna run up in a classroom. If you make one quick move, yeah, we just start shooting. So kids get shot, oh <laughs> well. Type of thing. <laughs> oh God. But um so yeah, they end up getting ducked and everything. Now, do you think they had him walk all the way back from New York? And you know, the back of that one I
1: was thinking the same thing. And I'm like, ain't no way because he would have been dead. He would have died. <laughs> <laughs> he was damn near close when he got there. So what yeah, I'm thinking is when they got a little bit closer, up. they probably made him walk. Ah, there's no way they could have
0: made him do it all the way from New York. Oh, man. Yeah. But it just makes you wonder, like, how, how long did they have him walking? <laughs>
1: like, he was, he was through.
0: Oh man. So, so then we go to uh, Billy and uh, Dave and yeah, they end up going back to something and everything where they basically holding out there. And that's when we, you know, he's Billy is celebrated by the people. He, you know, he's the true uh, fan favorite. Basically. They just love Billy. Dave, he looking like, what about me? Goddamn, y'all don't see me. <laughs> and Pat, he just want to see his. He just want to see his wife. That's all he cared about. And that's when we introduced Beaver, who was a madman himself. Um, son name, son of a lady. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and he he let you know he let Billy know like what's going on by this new governor. You know, that's basically sweeping across the whole territory, rounding up old outlaws. And it's like you are number one on their list. And it's like, yeah, they, they wanna get you. He give him like this like sleazy ass smile and Billy looking like, You gonna try to set me up? <laughs> you know, that's looking him, Cause yeah, he do he give him, like the sleazy smile on him. It's like, if you had a chance, you probably would turn me in or whatnot. But he don't. Um and everything. And that's when we introduced the, uh Tom, you know, who he don't even know who Billy the Kid is. He just walks up to the first person he sees who is Dave. It's like are you Billy the Kid? It's like, oh, but I am Arkansas Dave Rudeball. You heard like, of me?
1: Rudabaugh, Rudabaugh. This man, boy, it, yo, this man be firing off these tweets and nobody care. He want to be loved, man. He want to be loved, so man.
0: <laughs> Please love me. Yeah. <laughs> <But> acknowledge me. <laughs> acknowledge me, damn it. <laughs> you know. So Tom, he's like, nah, I don't know who you are. Damn, really? Like what what do I have to do to get noticed? around? yeah, so that's when um you know they sitting in there and everything, and then uh we go back inside because Beaver and um Billy they talking and everything, and then Tom he comes in and Beaver just ready to just, just pounce on this kid and just beat the hell out. was like what the hell is wrong? Why are you attacking this kid so much?
1: Eating out his ass, ash? What is he eating out his what Trace?
0: I don't know what to, I, I know what it sounds like he said, but. I, I he said ashtrays, like he
1: said. but I don't want ashtrays. He said eating out something. And I was like, because the man getting scraps, man. You see how he acting out here. It's rough out here.
0: I mean, he shoot, kid dirty. He just wants some food. He looked like he was kind of sick anyway. You know, he ain't ate who knows how long, but he just treated the kid like trash. Leave
1: him alone. Um, Come here. You want to look at me, kid? Go ahead, get a look. <laughs>
0: Yeah, showing the gunshot wound and everything. Like, that's what you want. A bit worse yet, you want to get shot in the head. Well, that's what you want. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. like, Beaver, <laughs> off with
1: it. <laughs> yeah, you got to go. This boy sound crazy.
0: <laughs> so, Beaver going and thoughts about on the ground and everything. And while he's doing that, he sees some of the soldiers show up. So, they quickly hide Billy and everything. Had him in a damn barrel, that, and then he got the guns drawn in there. So, it's like, even if you made a move with that, they would have shot your ass something in the damn Whatever. Um, no, people. So they coming
1: people in. You bad, bad names in this movie. I thought Star Wars was bad. No, this is worse. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we are gonna get to the wood,
0: dude. Yeah, and then he talked to out there, had him in point blank range, oh, completely missed.
1: Him. Yeah, man, it was right in front of him and
0: missed. <laughs> He, he got that he got that Robocop came after Robocop got damaged and was trying to get his head <laughs> <laughs> slightly to the right. Like what the hell is that? Oh man. But yeah, so yeah, that whole thing go down. He ended up getting Yeah, you know, so he get ambushed by the um by the gang well not the gang but the uh, soldiers. Uh especially after the dude Anyo gonna try to run up on him, basically run up on him like he Bruce Lee or somebody in the street. And missed and he ended up getting killed Billy gotta go running around trying to scramble out there dude pulls up with a horse jumps off the horse have the horse right he run jump on the horse and get out of it it's
1: like he had some real he had some real people down with him
0: yeah he did but it's funny how when he played fighting with pat you know that limp was like oh I can't run at you but bullet started flying <laughs> the, the leg was fine then yeah how that works. Um, so, well, he did mention, I forgot, I do kind of jumping around, but when, um, Pat and him was talking and everything, Pat was telling him, like, the governor wants to, you know, wants to have a meeting with you, you know, and everything. He's like, about what? Oh, they want, want you to come in, you know, and everything just to talk to you, want to parley, you know, make a truce and everything. It's like, Billy not trusting it, but he was like, all right, well, let me go see what this is all so, he ends up going to beat with the governor, played by Herschel, from Walking Dead, Scott Wilson. And I don't know, I just like this scene, cause when the butler dude come in, it's like, he's here, sir. It's like, who? And Billy just peeks around the corner, like, alright. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I'm here, but I, don't, I still don't trust what's going on. um if, just, like, what would you think about
1: this? he's an idiot. He's an idiot. He is an idiot. I was no way I would go there. First of all, I wouldn't go there just for I think I'm a setup. Then the plan that him and the governor laid out. Nah, that shit it sounded too sketchy. It sounded sketchy. I wouldn't But he but he was riding with it. Yeah, I mean it's I so understood strange. why he would, why he thought, but yeah, they got him. Um but the scene itself, I thought it was nice. I thought it was a nice scene because you still saw this. Twenty-ish kid, nervous, peeking around the corner at this old man like, I don't trust this. And Amelia Estevez played it so good. And you know, once he figured out there was nothing going on and he could get a pardon and you know all that good stuff, I think it played out pretty well. But um, yeah, it was a nice scene. Nothing overly, nothing, nobody like, you know, what I'm saying I think both actors played it well.
0: Yeah, but then what comes after that is. Okay, now I got you here. Now I want to show you off to all my friends and everything. Show do tricks for me, boy. Basically, yeah, you know, yeah. he had
1: thing. him in there doing tricks and everything. <laughs> I mean, he had to work <laughs> off that cake he got. So
0: uh, yeah, uh, the, uh Peloton, the the white cake with the frosting. Like, don't give me that dry ass cake over there. They
1: sweet cake. frosting, <laughs> now. Okay, I see you, Billy. Man, he said gave him the plate and nah, i just eat it with my hand he knew that he was gonna do that
0: <laughs> yeah that's, that's what he used to and he
1: was disgusted by <laughs> so he just looked at him like oh with your hands
0: <laughs> and he's the damn that was great about the peloton now like uh, mm-hmm. he's a fit yeah. uh, he's with your hands like who does that <laughs> um <laughs> so so yeah he he is uh you know Sitting up, basically, he thinking, "Oh, he's gonna be testifying against the Murphy boys that they got in the pit, not knowing that Doc and Chavez is down in this pit. So, even if, let's say, if if the plan would have went how it's supposed to, he would have been basically helping kill two of his own boys. If it would have went the way he wanted, like it was supposed to, like he thought it was going
1: to go. I mean, because that was. If he would have testified against Murphy's men, I don't think he would have testified against them unless they would have brought him in there and asked questions. And you know, Billy wouldn't have answered them. It would have been, no, I'm not answering that question. He would have did, you know, he wouldn't ask the question when it came to them. But I see where you're going. Yeah, they probably, you know, yeah, it was a setup. It was a setup. They, you know, and he didn't know they had hit them. So it was like, they were like, Basically, stunned almost at the goal line. <laughs> like we got them all now. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. So, so once he realized, cause the uh, the district attorney he shows up coming I mean, there all arrogant and everything, and, oh, they finally got you in chains there, with, with William. William Bonnie. Like, no, I'm here to testify against the Murphy boy. It's like you you, you really think <laughs> like you really think that's what this is, don't you? <laughs> like. The chicken still running the coop. Oh, okay. Like, no. And the governor, no, he, he he's out of here. Like, he, he got you now. And everything. And he looked out the window, and the governor just looked back at him like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> you know, technique basically. And oh, he gets pissed. But in true Billy Thatcher he know how to get himself out of situations. situation. Because what he's saying his hands are too small, he got big it's wrists when he got small it. hands. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got me out of more situation, didn't I? Can remember he ends up pulling them chains off, and he goes sneaking up out of there while he on the roof. That's when he find out that Chavez and uh, Doc is down in the pit, and he ends up spitting on the uh, boss's hat and whatnot. They even got shit on him, and whatnot. And they leave, and then later that night, dog on posse shows up. So, you know, they come in there. And everything, and, and Doc, he's...
1: You mean the clan? And see, that's what... It... What's up, single? You mean the clan? That's absolutely... Uh, that was supposed to be the clan. Go tell
0: me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is the clan. Uh, basically, it's the other part of uh, Big Daddy's crew from uh, James
1: <laughs> yeah. They sure <show> will. <laughs> they deal with the uh, the, the whites. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. And, and the and they're, they're bags over their heads. <laughs> Actually, they can see through them. Uh, like Big Daddy can't see through the bags over their head. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> so they roll up and they play I'm like, "Oh, stop! Oh, no, we." You know, don't do anything. Yeah. He was like basically turning a bitch. Pretty much. What the hell? And, and Doc, he, he tried to... It's, but Once again, going back to Doc being a like scammer. Nah, Doc being because it's uh, like, Doc,
1: you know, an old hoe on this one. I, I gotta tell you, I, I'm a teacher in New York. <laughs> I have a family. I I, I I didn't do anything.
0: I'm a school teacher in New York. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Doc, I have drawers. Like, really? Like, like well, but damn, how many boys you got around? He's like, it's a real lynch mob. Yeah,
1: it's a real lynch mob. <laughs> Boy, they, whew, Got out of there as best as they could.
0: And then, once again, Dave can't shoot. Cause he can't shoot this dude. He ended up shooting the sheriff in the shoulder. But when he's shooting the one dude, he miss him completely. He just had to crash him through the damn window. The so Dave can't shoot. <laughs> so, it's like, what the hell? And, but yeah, like I said, they end up getting out of them, And then that's when we get the whole band together, and it's like Chavez, he had to deal with Dirty Steve in the first movie, a you know, racist but Dave is just as bad. In this oh, they do the same I don't, ride with, I
1: don't ride with no Mexicans. Mexican, Mexican Indian. you son of a bitch. I was like, oh, call back.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Dave just basically replaces uh Steve in, way, in that regard. Steve. Yeah. And but like he was saying earlier too about how this is where Doc is like yeah, okay I got, I want to get back to my family you know just just cut the chains so I can so I can go like yeah it's real good seeing you Doc and then he just hold it out and just take taking forever to get the chains I was like Billy the chains so I think Billy <laughs> knows
1: he has an idea like he gonna want to get out of here so the longer I keep him here with me. I feel, you know what I mean? It's 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 family again. It's it's I feel whole again. It feel good because you can see his whole life changed when he saw that they were back. He was a different Billy yeah. kid. So yeah, I get it. Whatever, you know. But ain't nobody trying oh. to do that. That man got well, he wiped up now with a kid. So we we assume that it
0: was Yin that was his wife. That was, I guess that we would have awesome. to. <laughs> Cause you know you just get the whole thing about you know him and Chavez talking like wife like child son basically. I but there's like, never just, no name. Didn't yet. they say they moved east at
1: the end of the first one? Like did they Doc went east. Yeah. I feel like they said that. So I'm, yeah, I guess we're supposed to say it again. Yeah.
0: So but we, but we never see her. you know, um, and everything. But we're going back to that whole bench box, We got we got a cameo. Um, then, I don't know if you noticed him uh, coming up out the pit with the gun, long hair, dirty face, John Bon jo.
1: No, I didn't notice.
0: That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so when so they get, get
1: when they okay, where's it? Where is it? When they coming out the pit?
0: Yeah, when the dudes come out the pit and Bob is there with the shotgun, he realized because the one dude that has the gun but after they pulled the. Uh, Little goofy, definitely down in the pit, and they come up out of it. And the one that gets the gun, he's like filling around with the gun. Yeah, that was, that was Bon Jovi. Then he gets shot back down into the pit. My goodness.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, I mean, cause, shout out to John. We gotta mention. Yeah,
0: cause he, I mean, course, he does the soundtrack for
1: Top five. Is, Top five. Which is,
0: which is crazy because. They just wanted to use "Wanted It Dead or Alive because they liked the song. Yeah, he's like, nah.
1: I wouldn't say he didn't think it fit the movie, so he yeah. wrote them a new song. It was like they got inspired and wrote a whole album.
0: Yes. Make a whole album based off of the movie. Fantastic. <laughs> and like, another really? thing, too,
1: this score is
0: outstanding. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. no. Just to come up, just be like, I don't think that song fits, but hey, what I do is I write you a song for you. Oh. I'm mean, so inspired. I do a whole album yeah. that's inspired oh. by the movie. So, so for anyone who's thinking Jay Z was not the first one to do that, right. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Z was not the first one to do that with American Gangster album. He was not the first. But yeah, so Bon Jovi does the soundtrack. Then he shows up in. I mean, it's not as a cool. It's not a slow motion, you know, death cameo like Tom Cruise in the first one, but it's still decent. Um. So, yeah, um, you get that. Um, Doc, he tries to flee after Billy cuts the chains and after they get into a little fight with him. But then, when you see that posse coming from he's like, oh, sh- I might as well <laughs> stick with <laughs> it for as long as I can. He said, you know,
1: Doc, you know, when you say like Chavez came right along because he knew, but Doc took him a while, but he knew better. Once, you know, he did show him seeing the whole <laughs> gang or whoever people coming after he started riding with Billy because he knows, like, no, I'm not gonna just ride back to New York like it's easy. Like people want my head. Yeah.
0: So So they end up, you know, riding and everything. They they together down. Um get that whole scene at the um uh, at the Mexican well the Indian um uh, burial ground where Dave just be yeah, an asshole. And like, You know how much you can get for an Indian jawbone or Indian you know, leg bone, this, that, and the other? They're making, they say ashtrays
1: or something out of yeah. something. Enough, making they ashtrays. Um, ashtrays. they making um knives. He could use a knife handle. They're making knife handles out of them and all this other stuff. Chavez had a Jesus. Javance had <laughs> yeah. this nonsense. It was like, nah, we got to square up. That's definitely what they do.
0: <laughs> so they get into starts out as a knife fight. And when Dave realized, oh, I'm not as good with the knife as you are, he wants to go for the gun. And everybody's like, uh uh-uh, I don't think so, Dave. And Dave's like, huh? <laughs> you know? But what's funny about that scene, you know, where Dave stabs uh, Chavez in the arm, the reason why they did that is because Chavez actually got hurt and broke his arm in real life yeah. for doing something. He so, almost died making this movie.
1: Shout out to Luther Adler because that ain't the only thing. He got strangled by a horse. Yes. Good
0: yes, lord, he almost gave his life
1: for this movie. Yes, that so insane. Then... When I was I was reading it, and I was like, "Oh my god, he almost died making this movie." Like, <laughs> no, you should not be getting dragged by your horse from your neck. Uh,
0: no, but I mean, it's. It's bad, but the fact, that, cause okay, real, real side story. Um, you seen the good, bad, and the Other, right?
1: I have, but I don't remember it.
0: Okay, but um, Tuko, cool, right? In that movie, Eli Waller, the, the the actor, that man almost literally died five times in that movie at different points. <laughs> most most notable is they were on set and he was drinking some water and somebody had sat down some freaking acid next to his water damn near drunk that and the scene where he's he's handcuffed to the guy going back to the prison and everything when he jump off the um, off the train kill the guy because he need to get the chain off he ended up putting his body on the train track well he's laying there because in old trains they had those steps those metal steps and it was like if he would have lifted his head up at any point when that train was coming by, he would have got decapitated. <laughs> it's like my goodness. They was, was doing a lot of great stuff back then, and it still continues on now. I mean, we we saw what happened to Tom Cruise jumping from building to building, breaking them. Oh, He's a
1: madman. We ain't talking about. It. <laughs> he is a madman, and I gotta I gotta find out proof. I don't know if you heard me, Heat uh talk about this. Do you think they let him fly the uh, Jets for Top Gun?
0: The sequel? I'm just telling me they let him fly a plane. I, yeah, he, well, yeah, he, I, I'm under this notion that Tom Cruise wants to die on film. <laughs> I'm coming to the conclusion that he wants to die on film. And it's like the older he gets, the more air devil he gets. And it's like. Yeah,
1: okay, yeah. Because good. what? Save him from himself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to. He wants, to film, he wants to film the movie in space. <laughs> he wants to film the movie in space. Like, what? Like, what are you talking about? But, yeah, he... I mean, after he did that scene in uh, Mission Impossible 2 on the damn mountain and everything, mm-hmm. where he just hanging there, because he really did that. He filmed that after the movie already over. it was like, well, if he died, at least we got the movie in the bag. But it's, it's like, after that... Which Mission Impossible. The second one. Uh, that opening scene, no, no, no. But no. he's a rock climber.
1: That's really him.
0: Yeah. Stop. He, he, he did that whole stunt himself, and they filmed that after they finished filming the entire movie because it was like, if he, if he dies, it's <laughs> on <know>. him. <laughs> exactly. So we'll film oh it. Oh my
1: god, that just he dies. that makes that scene more and more great. Damn, <laughs> I'm gonna mess with Shahid later.
0: he. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, ever since then, it's like he tries to, it's like he's been trying to find ways to kill himself on film, I think. I don't
1: think it's going to kill himself. I just think, you know, that whole Scientology, I can do I, whatever I put my mind to, I can do it. That whole
0: nonsense. He he needs to stop. You do realize he pushes 60. He might, he might not look it so much, but he is pushing 60. He needs to stop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I ain't
1: gonna argue with so, you there. He ain't getting no younger, and I don't care how much i'm thinking you do <laughs> i may be 60 but i can move like i'm 20. all right
0: <laughs> no you know you can't no you can't tell them. but anyway uh, um, bad, bad, oh yuck, yuck. so um but after all of that um they get back to beaver's tavern because it's funny how they spend a lot of time in freaking beaver's tavern and everything so they all getting situated in. They was like, well, we need some more boys, you know, in the gang. So you uh, get the introduction of uh, Alan Rugg, Cameron from Ferris Bueller. He shows up. Henry French, you know, he just want to you know, ride with the boys, you know, because his farm was taken and this, that, and the other. And, you know, Dave's like, well, so why do you want to join my team? You know, and everything. And Billy ain't letting, ain't, he, he not bothered by that, right? Because that's kind of a running joke between the two of them about it, being Dave gang. And stuff like that, and you know he going on and on about it, but not. And then Pat, he looking like this is he basically like Tom Brady with New England Patriots. He, he looks at this roster like, yeah, um, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> like I, I don't, I, I'm going to Tampa. This, this is not the roster I signed up for. And they looking at it like where you going? It's like yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like. I said, what you gonna do? You gonna stay here and scrub the pots for beavers? Like, maybe I have beavers scrubbing the pots meat me. And everything. I'm thinking about buying this place. And really he ain't too happy about to it, but he accepts. It. So, like, just the fact that how they kind of played it, as far as Pat leaving the game, when it wasn't even really, there was no scene, like, leading up to him saying, you know, even thinking about leaving. They just throw that on us. Like, what did you think about how they did that?
1: Um. I guess it was fine for what they were trying to set up for the movie, you know, for, for what they were trying to establish of his turning his turning point as far as his character and what he was going to be doing in the movie. So I guess they had to set it up some way. Um, but like I said, you know, think about it and knowing everything. I would have rather they played it off. I would have rather they played it like, yeah, we just acquaintances. I know him, mm, he know me. He ain't cool, cool, but I know him. I think I would have played it off better like that. I- honestly think it would have been playing out because this is making it seem like well he's been riding like it this established or made billy sound like he was like charlie uh dirty steve doc or chavez but he wasn't with mm-hmm. the way it played out he's like oh you wanted the boys pat no you just ride up with him because you have to if you could be riding with the gang the original gang you would be so you just riding him right there because it's convenient. Yeah, okay, maybe a friendship blossom, but don't make it like this your like it made it like it was his ride or die, and it just didn't hit for me.
0: No, because the the way it's set up in the first movie, you know, we just see Pat like at different points. You know, to see him at the New Year's Eve party, you see him again like in the middle, and then right before the um you know the whole ambush at a big swing. so it's like he just floats in and out the moon Mm -hmm. and but here oh we've been cool since day one type of No, so yeah it's like they they had to create a story from something that wasn't real and that's how you get this whole subplot story well as you Mm -hmm. said main storyline really when you think about it um But what do you think about William Peterson taking over the role of uh, Pat Garrett over Patrick Wayne?
1: I guess it was fine because we really didn't get um, in the first. We only got to see him. We only got to see um, Pat Garrett twice. And it wasn't like he had a whole bunch of lines. Uh, Excuse me. (laughs) might have a dance the first time and the second time warning them. Maybe he had like what, four or five lines total, maybe six, be nice. So we didn't really get uh, a, a, an attachment to him. It's just noticeable that dude was like a damn fullback, and this dude kind of a little bit slender, looking like Bruce <laughs> um, Yeah, that's a big difference. And, and I, you know, of course, the second one's better because he had more to do. He had more lines. He had yeah. more of a story. They they made sure you know he was a, a plot, and a, um, a plot point in the movie. So yeah.
0: So, it's funny when you, when you said that when we were talking about the first movie and I thought about it, I was like, you know what it's like, Jeff Ray, it's like, okay in the first movie, he out here looking like uh, Hulk Hogan, Wrestlemania 3, Yeah. and then and then when he shows up in the second one, he looking like Hulk Hogan when he first showed up in WCW, <laughs> so that man completely. skinny that man, no man, no
1: I don't know if you ever if you ever played, um uh, what is it? 2K. And when you create uh your and when you take his weight all the way down, and the skin, <laughs> that's how <Yeah>. he looks. <laughs> yeah. And no. what's crazy about
0: him. William Peterson, I think he slimmed down for this movie because he did the movie um he was in Manhunter and he was in To Live and Die in L.A. He didn't look like he wasn't skinny. Matter of fact, he had like a little chin face and everything and there wasn't. Here, I think he, yeah, he slimmed down for this. But this is like the only movie you see him with, like super slim. Yeah, even on uh, CSI, he wasn't small. Even though he was older, but he wasn't small. But looking at like the movies and stuff he was in back around this time, he wasn't a small dude. So I felt like he did that for the movie. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I, I never had a problem in, in this movie. And What's funny about it? I Always like when I was younger, I always forgot that, you know, there was somebody else that played Pat Garrett in the first movie because you, you rarely see him. You when you think about Pat Garrett in the movie, you think about Wade Peterson more so than Patrick Wayne. So, yeah, but he he does a good job here. Um, everything. So I'm gonna let you take us um through the whole um uh, <laughs> Mr. Chisholm scene. Oh, okay. Okay, so Billy decides that he was
1: going to go see Mr. Chisholm because he loved him like a son. No, he didn't. Uh, (laughs) How do you even think that? But he's an older man, so he may may be misremembering stuff as he's telling the story. But um, he pulls up to Mr. Chisholm and he basically tells him, you owe us money because uh, for the cattle that I didn't steal from you? And I forgot, what was the second reason? I know know one of the reasons was like the catalog didn't steal from you. That's 500. And then another 500 for something. Yeah, uh, it was something. I can't remember what it was. And basically, Chisholm said, fuck off. I'm not giving you anything. I don't like you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like you or whatever. And then Doc tried to throw his two cents in. We're just trying to get below. Oh, Doc, you'll get below. You will (laughs) get below. Then motherfucking um, <laughs> Cameron from Ferris Bueller had something to say. You took a lot of farms, Mr. Chisholm, and as long as Bill is taking something back, I'm with heel.
0: Chisholm got quiet on that. Though, yeah, he's he like, like, I don't owe you anything. He's like, I don't owe you anything. I'm like, you, you owe me, Mr. Chisholm. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, and you wow. can
1: tell Chisholm ain't. You got he pissed because he's like, I don't owe you anything, Scurlock. He didn't call him Doc. He just said, Skurlock. Oh. Goodness, he was mad. So, uh, as this proceeds, Billy's get off, basically just telling him, you know, who's your fastest gun? Um, and every time you don't pay me, we'll just, you know, you lose the money. You know, I'll just kill somebody and your bill will go down. So The first dude was like, me, that'll be me. He thought he was fast. Billy <laughs> got off his horse, took off his gun, stepped three steps, three large steps, put his gun down and stepped back. He told him, now, when I go for my gun, you can shoot. And the guy's like, okay. So he said, You ready? Yeah. Dave, Dave blows his man, <laughs> blows his man guts out and shoots him. And uh, Chisholm is like, damn it, Billy, stop this. He <laughs> wanted to stop. Because he know Billy's a psychopath. Now, I haven't said this yeah. yet, but I'm gonna tell you again. He is a raging psychopath. And I don't understand why nobody can't see it. And people told me they had issues. But we saying that, but um, it's right there in front of me. So the second guy's like, my homie got shot, I'm going to run to my gun. So as he's running to his gun, he, uh, Billy screams, uh, he tells uh, William Henry French to pull out his gun. You know what William Henry French does? Oh God, uh, he's fumbling. <laughs> <laughs> they really just put Cameron from Ferris Bueller in this movie. It's, it's infuriating. Oh God, uh, he's fumbling and bubbling. And Doc ends up shooting the other guy, and Chisholm is yeah. pissed. And then Billy's like, "Well, that's four ninety now. Uh, he only took off five dollars for two people, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just you know Billy being an asshole and Chisholm like standing his ground or whatever. And uh, you know Doc runs away because basically he pulled back into something that he wasn't trying to be involved in. And it was just that it's, it's just that reaction. And it's the thing of Billy knows. Who Doc really is. No matter if he went to um married and went away to New York or whatever, I know who you really are. I roll with you. You can't hide it from me. You can hide it from yourself. You can put on a suit. You can go teach skit kids all you want, but I know you. And I think that's the thing that really bothers um Doc. That he's right. Like he does know me. But I don't want to be this anymore. But I gotta be this. To get back to where i was in new york and you know away from all this i have to do things that i don't want to do so again like he's riding with him now but he's only riding with him for the instant means to get back home it's not because i miss billy but billy's looking at it like i miss y'all i love y'all like i i I gotta figure out a way to keep y'all around and yeah but that was that whole scene. That whole scene played out. Everybody played that scene perfectly in that, because it's just the way <laughs> William Henry. He's just, oh God! <laughs> like you had one oh, job, and the first and the, the bad thing about that, they asked him when he joined the game, "Have you ever killed anybody?" He said, "No." And I think they asked him, "Have you sh- shot anything before?" I forgot what he said, but it was they basically was like, "Oh boy, yeah." And
0: and that's why that's why I know Pat was like, "You know what? I'm out." Yeah, I'm a,
1: this one I play. Is your team looking weak.
0: <laughs> but, you know, maybe I'm like, okay, so who's worse? Is it Henry William French or Fredo? Worse when pulling the gun and fumbling all over the gun or whatnot. You know?
1: Oh, it's Fredo, absolutely. <laughs> you know how much that pissed me off.
0: <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> His but that's how he was doing. Oh God! i was, like, how do you? Like, oh my God! Like, really? You had a farm. You, you, you don't know how to do anything with your hands. Yeah. Like, really? But you
1: know the bad thing about Fredo was, Fredo took the gun out and just started juggling it. Oh it no! <laughs> <laughs> at least William Henry French couldn't get. He couldn't pull the thing from the
0: holster.
1: He couldn't get out the holster. Yeah. yeah. He could
0: Fredo actually comes out. And comes, and goes, oh oh no. gosh! Look at me. <laughs> oh my! He got hot. <laughs> and, I hate, oh, him. I hate yeah. him. I hate him. Uh, John Cazell was so good yes. in yes. <laughs> Yeah, Especially in the second one. Oh But anyway. <laughs> so yeah, so after that, and then of course Chisholm he had to have his uh, you know, grand old soul lines like so some, just like, what you say so some I am New Mexico. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, that whole zoom in on him and everything. Yeah. And he pissed. So, the next scene after that, he meeting with the governor and the district attorney. Like, i want to go. Yeah, they all in out.
1: cahoots. They like, yo, we got to get rid of this dude because he just, yo, he ain't good for business for none of us. We got to get him out of the paint. <laughs> so, what we, we got to do? We like... got to get a thief to catch a thief. Okay, get a thief to catch a thief. Bring in Pat Garrett. The first thing Pat Garrett says out his mouth. You know, if I'm here to be implicated in any of the uh, anything that's been going on, I just want you to know I'm a married man. He you say, no, I'm sorry, I'm a family man. I'm sorry. And I'm like, this bitch, you did all <laughs> this right, man. You bitching up, talking about I'm a family man. <laughs> if I'm being implicated in it, nah. See, nah, he a punk. <laughs> he a punk. He punk. is a true yeah. punk because they already know what you're about. And they're like, nah, 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 forget all that noise. We want you to catch William H. Bonnie. That's what we want you to do. We know you roll with him. They tell him straight up, yeah. so you can cut all this nonsense about being a family man, because if you was a family man, you wouldn't have been riding with him. And they offer him five hundred dollars now, he could be sheriff of Lincoln, and five hundred dollars after the job is done. So he get a grand and become sheriff if he catch Billy the Kid. And this is what I said, he want to be Twitter famous too. He just didn't realize he wanted to be Twitter, Twitter famous until somebody came to him with an opportunity to be Twitter famous. He was fine oh, until the opportunity was there.
0: Hey, hey, you can come uh, sell, some this, uh, yeah. sell some of this tea. Sell some of this tea.
1: That's what he wanted to be. He, you know, he, want, he wanted his name to ring like Billy the Kid, but he wanted it to, to ring on like a different way. He didn't want it to be like with the stuff that Billy was doing, because right or wrong, Billy was killing a lot of people now mm. to debate. You no. Know, but the way I think he was looking at it, he was like, no, I want my name to ring for doing something good. And he may want it to be a better life for his family or whatever it may be. But the way they played out here now, he was just a scumbag because was like, oh, you always had these intentions, or you were always thinking about being famous. And even Billy said, Billy said it, oh, he just wanted to be famous. So you got two motherfuckers that were riding with you. One still riding with you. He want to be famous, and the other one didn't, ain't riding with you, stopped riding with you. But now he want to be famous, so he riding again to catch you. And you call that somebody close that you wanted to ride ride with? You couldn't imagine Doc or, or Chavez doing that. They're like, no, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but Doc that- Doc was with the
0: Dirty Underwear Gang with the regulators, and now oh. I wanna,
1: I wanna be a politician or something. Yeah, it just didn't, it didn't fit. It, see, the narrative of the story is, or how they try to make it was like, well, they were close. If you that close, and if me and you are close, like close like this, and somebody say, and we did some crime or we did some dirt together, and somebody come to me, well, you know what? I know what you did with him, and that's cool and all, but here's a hundred thousand dollars. Go chase him, um, catch him for us. Why? But what's the incentive? This a $1,000? Cool. But I don't want no problems being sheriff. What do I don't want to be sheriff for? Mm-mm,
0: mm-mm. Mm-mm. And then, too, he and it's crazy, too, because when we first see Pat Gary, he got the big button chops, got the mustache, the long hair. We switched up was... Oh, he, he even got... the sheriff. Oh, he got, ooh, ooh, he got <laughs> clean, clean. <laughs> I was
1: like, "Man, hey, I'm ready to watch some CSI." That boy was gleam.
0: Yeah, he go, he go walking in there, got an all black, got hat, got mustache, all that, all that other facial hair gone. And he even looked like he got this look on his face, like, "Yeah, I know what I know what I'm doing is wrong, but man, that's for me and my family. That's what it's basically about. Like, I'm looking out for me and my family's best interest. Hell with everybody else." I don't talk, was, it, see, they didn't play it like that he just said
1: family one time and it was like nah if i take him out my name gonna ring forever and he told him that you know when we get to the end you won't be known the only thing you will be known for is the person who shot billy the kid that's all you will be known for you won't be billy the kid you won't be me no matter what so what you did and what you and I know we jump, I'm jumping I always in, but what are you doing right now? It's not gonna get you where you think it, you know you're gonna be it as far as your name and stature, because you'll never be me. Like at least Dave Rudabaugh, at least he won't shy about it. That's all I'm. That's what I'm basically trying to say. He was upfront. This my gang. I want my name to ring, Billy. Man, your name, whatever. Yeah, you know, you cool to keep it <laughs> ring. But it was like, yeah, you, nah, you, Pat you Garrett. Fun. Pat Garrett had some motives that he just will not talking about.
0: Yeah. He was platinum.
1: Yeah. It was like, I got to <laughs> find a way to make my own Because he was fine just running the restaurant. Oh, you will know my name. Open up my restaurant. You'll see Garrett's up there. Oh, okay. $1,000 is all it took. I mean, I know that's a lot of money back then. Because the way that newspaper dude got that $20, i am like, damn, he had like that's a $100 bill in front of his face. <laughs> like he ain't never seen a twenty man. Hey, like he was sad. He was like, "Oh shit. look at this. I ain't
0: never seen a twenty before." Give me a whole new printing press, and everything. This. <laughs> His new machine. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, but Pat, he so he basically turns heel, basically, <laughs> and he even though because the townspeople looking like <sniffs> you a sucker. Yeah, you. Stupid. Yeah, they they looking. <laughs> they give that look. And he even though did he quickly go inside or oh, That's when he go talking to the um newspaper man who clearly should not have been out there, but we know why he was out there. He was out he was out west because um, it's a Doc Holiday, he's a longer. Oh and that right? Yeah. I'm trying to save on one young <laughs> Exactly, right? And, and but it's funny he still got that that wholehearted New York accent because he's like, like, You want me to ride on a horse? Really? <laughs> like, well, how the hell did you get out there? I guess you just came out on a wagon or whatnot. And since then, you just stayed inside the damn newspaper place. Like, but he wanted him to ride along with it, document everything so people would know the true story of what's going on. It's like, really, really, Pat, you, you trying to tell your version of the story more so than anything. But under the guys that is the tree store um and everything and let's not forget about Vigo Morrison in that scene where they offer him <laughs> how he just casually walks up there to the table sipping on some damn tea <laughs> and just looking at it oh, so you gonna be the new sheriff
1: yeah vigos yeah, <laughs> even though i have issues with vigo from some of the stuff he said during his little thing but uh he's just you been like consistent, like just consistent, consistent, consistently good in, every, in everything that he's in, except for the Green Book. I don't need a white man teaching you how to eat chicken. It's is the most yeah. interesting movie ever. But anyway, other than that, yeah, Viggo be doing this thing, Um, and this was just fun to see him, a young Viggo, you know, just having this small role, because it really, it really wasn't a big role that he was in, but you know, when you yeah. saw him, he just, he took up a lot of the screen. Like, his aura, just the way he, you know, looked and everything, it was like, damn. I don't know who he is, but he gonna be somebody.
0: And what's crazy about it, he shows up in one of the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre
1: I, I think I remember seeing him in one, too.
0: It's part three. Yeah, he's in part three. Because McConaughey and Renee Zellweger shows up in that god awful one that comes after him. But yeah, he he's like the bad guy, well, one of the bad guys in that man man, that damn movie but it's, it's crazy when you see like people early on in their career and just like look at where they started look at where they hit and you can even just looking at them the earlier stuff you knew like yeah they gonna, they gonna have a, you know a good career with. Them. he did you know he went on and had on. a great good history um so after that whole thing Oh, I forgot, uh, we skipped over the whole thing at, uh, when, when the gang went to see, uh, Jane at her place and, and they, you know, with her, with the girls, Tom, he loses virginity <laughs> and everything. And while all that's going on, another freaking lynch mob showing sure <laughs> up, the clan basically showing up, right? And led by Deputy Carlisle and I tell you when when I found out or realized who played Deputy Carl. And for anybody who listened, if you ever watched the show Prison that was on, and the character of T-Bag, one-hand man. This is him when he was real young. He got this freaking mustache. And it's funny seeing him show up in this movie. Because knowing him from that from playing that character and then seeing him in this. It's like seeing two completely different people. Hey, quick question about—quick question about uh, *Prison Break*.
1: Is it worth a watch? Or should I stop it? The <sighs> season? I mean, honestly, just stop it
0: for the first season. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I've, heard, I've, <laughs> I've heard different things from people. Like when people say
1: when it came back, they didn't watch it. Uh, I've heard watch just the first season. I've heard stop it season three.
0: I, I I kinda I I tapped out after season two. Okay. it it just that show you talk about a show that just kept basically trying to do the same thing over and over just different seasons. Like they escaped okay, the first season real quick, so okay, the first season they, they escape it from prison at the end original. And what it starts out being and then what it ends up being is basically like I the best comparison I can make is the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> they start out as one thing and then by the end, <laughs> they doing all this <laughs> government BS and everything like that. It's like, how do we get here? How? How does that happen? So the first season is that this dude just want to, he wants to get locked up so he can get his brother out of prison who he knows did not commit the crime that he committed. But by the time you get to the end of the series, do all this you know, dark, underground government type of like espionage stuff. And it's like, how do we get there? So, okay.
1: I, I agree what you're saying. So, all right. Sorry. Yeah.
0: I mean, the first season, the first is good, because if they would have kept it strictly to that, and they could have they actually ended it. If people just went one season and ended with that. A, perfect.
1: And that's what i That's that's what the consensus has been. Like if this was like a one season thing and it wasn't like money involved and you know time mm-hmm. you know, you know, you get ratings off of it and oh, come back for a second season, we could put you at a certain day and get all these ratings. It's, you know how else to play together? So yeah. yeah, okay, cool enough. Sorry,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so. The dude that played too man, he plays uh, definitely Carlisle. Basically, they just showed up and they want, you know, they want Billy the Kid and the gang and everything. So Carlisle's like, "Let me go in and I'm gonna talk talk to them and see if we can we can do this in a peaceful and civilized manner, opposed to y'all just going in there, you know, burning down the place basically or getting to a big shootout." So he goes inside. He walks said Everybody just sitting all chill, like uh, Henry over on the couch, Doc he chilling. Uh, Tom, he had because they don't want, want people to know that Tom is even part of the game, which I thought was smart. Yeah,
1: he's 14, um, really ain't. He's a psychopath, yeah. he ain't. <laughs> he, yeah, he he got some stuff. Yeah, he got some yeah. stuff. <laughs> right. Not too much, because he still got him riding
0: with him, but yeah. Yeah, right. So, uh, man, he, he needed some bodies, right? But anyway, <laughs> so, so you know, they sitting at the table, and yeah. Carlisle looking like, okay, God, this is not what I was expecting. It's like, um, who is the leader of this uh, here game? It's like that would be me. Billy pulls out the paper. That would be me. all Dave Rudabaugh. You are not. I am too. Are not. Uh, uh, gentlemen. <laughs> like, I don't have time. Like, so Carlisle goes to this whole politician role of trying to like, you know, ease the tension between both sides, and it's like, you know. The people out there they want, you know, you know, you guys and everything, you say, but I understand that you have a Indian uh part a part of your game, like a Mexican Indian, yeah, Chavez. Chavez looking like, Hey, this is about a bitch. You know what <laughs> I'm Why me? <laughs> right? It type of thing. It's like, Well, if you give him to me and I will give him them and that will appease the bob and then everything'll be good so <laughs> the like, oh, okay so it's like okay well that's what we'll do it's Like, so give me your hat, so you no know, uh billy he walks over to chavez like give me the hat i mean give him the hat walk over to uh carlisle sir give me your hat it's like, oh, i don't understand uh, the significance of uh about the hats and everything like give me the hat <laughs> but, nah, give him the hat he put on put chavez and i was like oh we're gonna give him the head Say, well, you, under- you obviously don't understand the meaning of Pals. <laughs> but he do at the last second. <laughs> when they put Chavez, um, basically his um, a blanket and everything on to put that. And then they send Carlisle out pretending to be uh, like Chavez, like they're going to come out in a blaze of glory. Billy shoots off one shot. They end up <laughs> lighting that hell out of him. Kill him. Walk up. Oh, my God stephanie definitely Carlisle. <laughs> and he <dips. laughs> Everybody just <dips>. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And then you get the voice over of uh, Bushy Beard's like, yeah, they tried to pin that one on me too. I said, but I ain't fired one shot. Granted, he wanted to let off the warning shot as they coming out shooting. But okay. So, you get that whole thing. It's like, what the hell? That's like one of the funniest scenes in movies anyway, because you think it's going to go one way, and it completely goes a different way. How they just basically send this man out to his own death and get shot down by the damn posse. Um, and then after that, we get where Pat Garrett shows up. So I, I did like how they kind of, kind of trash like how Billy shows up, talks to Jane, fools around with Jane and everything, whatnot. And then when Pat Garrett shows up, now as the sheriff and everything, Jane's like, Ugh, I don't, know. what she say? I don't uh, lay down with the law or something like that.
1: Look, this man is butthurt because Billy. Oh no! Okay, I'm on a different show. This man is upset <laughs> because um, Billy's laying down with her, and he's asking like all the simp questions. He is a true simp. Did you lay down with him? Did you have? Did you, did you sleep with him? Like, bro, <laughs> if y'all were doing threesomes back in the day, of course she slept with him. You know what I mean? Like, why are you asking that? Well, I don't lay down with whores anymore. Like, you, oh, but you asked the question, so if she said, nah, because I was thinking about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, he a true simp. Pat Garrett a simp. <laughs> yeah, true definitely. He takes over a doc. Yeah, he count <laughs> bodies. He count her bodies. Did you lay down with him? Like, <gasps> What you worrying about it for? She probably laid down with somebody else. Does it matter? Like you, you know she a working woman. What are you, what are you doing right now? Oh, you lay. Like it's like they're trying to play it like I don't like Billy anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, you yeah. lay down with him. Ugh, I, I don't want anything to do with you. But you were having threesomes. I remember they even just said it, y'all. During that night, we stayed up and tore the. Uh, yeah, come on, man. You didn't answer some silly question like
0: that.
1: Garrett. <laughs>
0: trash. Uh, so he get pissed and he decides to burn burn down the damn place. And she started going all photos. She unpenned her hair and everything. They all go outside. And then you all you see is some booth step into frame. And she come down to the steps, but naked. <laughs> and, and gets on there for us. And say, White Oaks, y'all can kiss my ass, <laughs> and it rides off. Mm-hmm. Like, that I... has to be, <laughs> that has to be the best exit of anybody. And I don't think that was actually her. In the, oh, at no. least the shot from behind. Yeah, no. So, yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, of course, that was her horse, but from behind, I don't think that was her. But, um, but yeah, I always kind of laugh at that scene because, yeah, it's like, what are you doing, Pat? Like, now you basically trying to disassociate yourself from your own past. Yeah! Like, way. like I so. get it. Okay, if you saying you're a
1: family, okay, I'm cool. You're a family man, ain't gonna knock you for that. But the way he came at her was like, you slept with him tonight? I don't want nothing to do with you. Now like, you counted my bodies, but when it was all of us together, you had no problems with it. But now you got on, uh, you got on a badge, so you're a whole different person going after your homeboy. Like, yeah, whatever. This movie, this, uh, this, uh, this. The more I talk about this movie, just, uh,
0: obsession. Yeah, I know, I know. So, so after that, I mean, Billy and the gang, they basically, you know, they ride and they go through this little was a backstreet town or something, <laughs> whatever this little shanky town oh, was. Oh yeah, and everything. And, you know, they kind of make jokes about that, but then not too far behind them. So they see Garrett and his crew right there. So they got to take off and everything. And they get chased through this, um, canyon or whatnot. Chavez, he kind of takes a detour. You know, he takes out a couple of people or whatnot. And they end up stopping at this, uh, like, cliff so or whatnot that's going like a steep heel, basically. Hmm. They all stop. Chavez, he just stop. He thought, like, that's say that's say, And he continues to go. They flip all down the damn hill and whatnot. And it's like, the, the horses, even even Pat, so it's like, damn, horses, as crazy as they are. <laughs> they go down this hill. And somehow, uh, Dave lose his horse. I forgot exactly. No, I think his horse got shot. Because he ended up with, because Chavez had to go back and get it. And everything so it's funny the person that you've been talking all this trash about you get into a damn knife fight it's the same dude you got to save your life same
1: thing yeah, same thing man, with
0: dirty man. steve on it yeah yeah pretty much it's the same <laughs> right so so then you gonna get back together and dave he's like what, is what does that say what does that mean it's an old ancient word Be stop <laughs> oh
1: shit you <We> always <laughs> scream <Literally>. that shit
0: <laughs> so, So they end up getting away, but they get away for a little bit. And this part is always kind of weird because it's like, is there like a like a fork in the road somewhere that they was able to go around? Because then, Pat was like, "We got time," and Vigo like,
1: "What do you mean? You try to let them get away? Like, what's up with you, bro?" And he's trying to tell her like, "I know what he's doing. Like, he knows the way Billy moves, and because he's rolled with him for so long, he knows him." And basically. No fucking thing of this is what i just noticed about this movie. Billy kept going in a fucking circle the whole damn movie. It didn't hit me (laughs) until I watched it because I was like, why the fuck they keep getting back at Beaver's Place? That's what I kept on just trying to figure like they were going in the whole damn circle because it was always (laughs) like Billy would get to a certain point and they turn around.
0: Mm -hmm. It's like he never really wanted to get away. Yeah. Like, he,
1: he didn't want to be chased out. If he was going to leave, it was going to be on his own terms.
0: So, so because um, the running joke, too, is like, you could tell, like, him and Tom had started getting close, because he was always making jokes with Tom and stuff like yeah. this. And it's like, he, I guess he saw, like, maybe himself in Tom a little bit. So, they kind of joking their things, like getting up the hill or whatnot, and they look, it's like, hey, Tom, look at that horizon mirror thing, and lo and behold, coming from in front of them, is Garrett and his crew, and this is where freaking Tom gets shot, because okay, all you see is freaking shadows and silhouettes, because the sun is in your eyes, and you just start shooting, you don't know who you're shooting, and all you just notice is that somebody gets shot somebody fall off the horse and it ain't billy <laughs> you know what not and then they go up there and they see that it's tom he bleeding and i got blood all over him if he gonna be in the asshole talking about medicine son hell really but whatever and pat and he seems to be a little bit remorseful for what he even did but at the same time it's like did he shoot tom on purpose to not shoot billy did he see because we seen it from one way, but we don't know how no i
1: Garrett was i think him. that was but the way the scene played out was he thought he really did get billy because once he let the shark, he's like, i got him so he was really thinking he shot billy i think he know tom okay. i think he knew somebody else was there but he really actually thought he got billy because that's why he was looking like that like damn i just killed a kid yeah
0: but the reason why I say that, cause what happens later on when they got him pinned down in the little shack or whatnot, and cause Vigo even asked, like, what are you doing? I had him. And it's like, yeah, you you shot over his head so he would duck, so Vigo wouldn't have shot it. Vigo did have him like dead to rights. Well, I guess
1: after shooting the boy, he's like, yeah, it's been too much death, so I don't want. If we can capture him alive, I'd rather do that than kill him.
0: They yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so, yeah, they get out of there. They all, you know, they kind of pissed about um, what's on getting killed because they held up in that shack and everything. And this is when, when your boy Doc, like, uh, all right, I, this, this is too much now. The kid, and got killed. Yeah, I was riding with you for, for a time, time. Yeah, I, I got to go. Doc goes to go out that door. Well, no,
1: before he goes, like, no, this is when Billy, uh, bears his soul, you know, when you boys came back, it was nothing I wouldn't do to keep this gang together. So he's telling them, like, y'all came back, y'all, you know, I missed y'all so much. I'll I, i I'll make up a lot. And the whole Mexican, uh, whatever he called the thing is a Mexican, what is it? A black slash Mexican whore. Whatever trail he was talking about. It was it was supposed to be a a, a whore, half black, half Mexican. And um the Doc is like, Oh, you, you made it up, you know, that's the named it after her, right? The trail. And he's like, Nah, I just made the whole thing up. Doc's like, <laughs> he points the gun in his face and he's like, You are not a god. And he told him, Yeah, pull the trigger and see if I am. And I think at that point, which I thought was a really good scene because, and this is just me, my interpretation of the scene, I don't know how you feel about it. I feel like Billy was saying, you know what, I'd rather you shoot me right now than get shot by somebody I don't love. Or get shot, yeah. you know, by somebody just by some random. I'd rather you take me out than anybody else. Because if, if, if Doc wanted to, he could have blew his damn head off right then and then. It would have been over with. But Billy was at that point of I ain't got a kid killed. And now I gotta bear my soul to y'all and tell y'all I was just lying. I just wanted us to keep hanging out. So it's like, if you're gonna shoot me, just shoot me. I'd rather go out this way than go out any other way. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah, I can see it like that. So so yeah, after that, um, that's when like I'm out. Go stepping out that door, get shot right in the damn stuff. What? What Billy? Like, they killed him! They killed him! Stop <laughs> <laughs> it! Like, Leave him alone! You did this! And what he basically did, they let they let that back go a long time ago. He wouldn't been there. So, oh uh, yeah. So they end up getting pinned down. It's like how the hell did, I mean it goes back to like what we talk about. The fact that pat there, he pretty much like I said he knew how Billy moved. So. Pretty sure they, they hung out in this little shaggy-looking house or whatnot from time to time. So you figure, okay, this is probably what he's holding up in, Because it's just making you look like, how did they know they were there whatnot? So they got them pinned down and everything, and they started shooting back and forth, Billy yelling out at Patrick, says, so you kill the boy! You know, and all this type of stuff and everything. And the whole thing about by finishing the game, he comes back around because Doc, he know that he dying. Like we got to get out of here. And somebody said, "You want to step across that door?" You know, and everything. And Billy's like, "But well, Dave, lead us out. Like, this is your gang. Oh, this No, this is your game. <laughs> this yeah, is your game."
1: Yeah, yeah, he don't want to be. He don't want that. He don't want to be Twitter famous. There, he like, "Oh no, I don't want that. I want to uh-huh. stay on Facebook."
0: Yeah. Right. So, so Billy's like, "Like, come on, Dave," and everything. Like, oh, so then there's Doc put all in his mouth, Billy. put all over. <laughs> it's like, give, give me the gun. Let's finish the game. Ugh. Yeah, let's finish the game. And Doc knew it was that was it. So, Doc comes out the door, lays in there then, they shoot Doc down, Doc go down, face down in the damn dirt. At least it ain't like Dirty Steven first. <laughs> but he, he go down, they end up getting out of there. At least everybody get out except for Billy. Somehow Billy is the one that's left inside the damn thing. He end up lingering around. He trying to shoot the shotgun, ain't no bullets and everything. That's they you know everybody that ran up on. Him. They got it. But while that's going on, um, Dave shows his true colors. Now Chavez saved him earlier, but he don't. He basically do the Chavez. Well, he do the Chavez with what Chavez should have done to him. Yeah, he's right. Leave his
1: head. Get dragged. Yeah. Get <laughs> <'Cause laughs> that's that's what what dragged, yeah. That baby to the scene that he got hurt at. And probably. Because if you look, <laughs> his leg, oh, I'm going to go back and watch that scene. But yeah, he's basically getting dragged by the horse trying to hang on and Dave won't stop. Like he won't stop to get him on the horse. So he's end up, eventually end up falling off. So Dave keep going and
0: everything. He just run off. Henry he actually finally do something. You know, he actually get that gun at the holster this time. And everything. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and god. Chavez, he... <laughs> that
1: yeah. Oh god
0: <laughs> Yeah. Oh god <laughs> Yeah, bumping him with the goddamn holster can't get over. But so Chavez, you know, he come out with a knife and threw dude him, take his horse and everything. But he ends up getting shot. And you don't realize how bad it is until later on. But you know he got shot. You just didn't know how bad it was. Henry and Chavez end up together. Now, they do some time jumping with this that doesn't make any sense. Because all this happens. Dave rides off on his own. Henry and Chavez rise off on their own. And really he gets captured. Um, Garrett takes him back to Lincoln. You get that whole thing where he's there and everything. Where um, so Bob and Bill. Yeah, he goes before the judge. Like, where you're hanging by the neck till you're dead, dead, dead. Like, you have anything to say? Well, you can go to hell, hell, hell. <laughs> <laughs> and everything. So, you get that whole thing. They got him up there whole thing where Jane comes there to see him, let him know that she can basically put a gun out of the outhouse for him to get him out of here. He kills Bob. And from my understanding, how he killed Bob is how it happened in real life. Because Bob had this the shotgun that he had a <laughs> eighty in dimes, right? In real life, that's what this man did, right? Mm-hmm. $1.80 in dimes in this shotgun. But he left it up there. And all he hears is a gunshot. Bill killed the kid? If Bill killed a kid, he going to run out there thinking it's something. Next thing you know, Billy broke out the window. Hey, Bob. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bob goes down right in the chest. He goes down. Bye, Bob. And then he rides out and talks to stop sleeping on the job, Bob. And he rides out. How did Billy beat Chavez and Henry? Back to what some? <laughs> Where all that happened? How, how, how did that
1: happen? I don't have an answer for you. I know what you're talking about. Because
0: they say all that goes down and everything, and they got away They came back in a wagon. Pat Garrett brought Billy back in a wagon. I'm gonna say and maybe. So-
1: I'm gonna say maybe because they Billy got there first, and then they came in. So we'll say like two days passed. You can say all that, all that could have happened in two days. Or, yeah, about two days.
0: I guess, but the fact. So it took them two days to
1: get from where they were. Back I'm to, thinking more of that Chavez would have bled out. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like, so, like, yeah, there's some time. They play out with time.
0: <laughs> it's like, how the hell? Like, you sure he ain't about it? Because he's like, he some teleporting shit? Like, what the hell? But but that whole thing with Bart. Uh, but I'll say this. Like I said, if you ever get a chance to watch uh, Pat Garrett and Billy really Garrett, uh, Chris Gustafson, because what's funny about it, the guy who plays Bob in that movie is the general from uh, Predator. Mm, okay. <laughs> and the way he gets shot down, I'm about to send you the link to that scene because the way they show it in that, it's like, ooh, it's like, damn. Because the way they show it, they show, like, the the dimes and everything going through him, and like how the blood like splashed out with Bob, they don't show it. But in that, the way they do it, it it's more violent than what we see in Young Guns, too. Like they they completely show it, like how he, how he blows all through him.
1: This is like, I think it's PG 13, so yeah, they ain't
0: gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they ain't gonna shoot. But, but yeah. Well, I mean, back in the day, Peckinpah was known for getting, having bloody shootouts, wild bunches, you know, stuff like that. But, but you always kind of find the way they do that scene in the different movies. Because it's always a little different in each one of the movies about how Bob Oliver get killed. And everything. Um. So yeah, they end up back at the tavern um, and everything. And, you know, because basically Billy, he realized, like, okay, this is it. Doc is gone. I just got Chavez. And I'm stuck with this new dude. Dave, he, he off. You know, he, he just said, he I'm done. I'm deactivating my accounts. <laughs> yeah. He's out of there. <laughs> Shutting it all down. Social media all shut down. <laughs> and everything. out. Um, oh, so they talking and whatnot. And then that's when she did. telling got me too. Like, I mean, when he- look. <laughs> he was like, got me too. Yeah. He's short. So we got shot in good and everything. Because
1: you knew that Chavez was, wasn't was in good shape
0: anyway. Yeah. he just, he just sweating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> baby, know, he just... Chavez, Chavez.
1: huh? Huh? Yeah. You all yeah. right? It's like you to stay awake. Yeah, I'm all right. You all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I would have been like, bro, you are not all right. You were see his sweating buckets. You looking crazy in the face. Man, go lay down. Take a nap. Jeez
0: so he get up it's like man i don't want to see me die <laughs> like i, don't, I don't want to die in this damn chair basically so he get up and goes shuffling out of there and, and Billy he just looking and just the, the way he plays that you can see like he was defeated in that moment because he, he don't even yell at shabazz He just like <laughs> you know he whispers and somehow shabazz hears it he turns around
1: yep this is it bro
0: Horse is about to come stoning out there and fall down in
1: somebody and grave.
0: Fall out. <laughs> yeah, so yeah,
1: I'm not sure if somebody. he had his grave picked out or not, but he fell in somebody graveyard.
0: <laughs> he just falls out. And then and the only thing about this scene I don't like is like, I think they could have did that damn spear horse a little bit better than me. Just like a random, like dark room and just have a horse yeah, it looked like the it's um
1: true. tristar thing. It like, looked <laughs> like it was a tri-star <laughs> horse just made a little bit brown and they took all the backdrops out.
0: Oh, man. I could, yeah, like, pretty
1: much. I could be right about that, too. I'm, like, I'm about to go back and watch oh. that. <laughs> I'm not talking about the new one. I'm talking yeah. about the old school one. They did yeah. and they, they two, and this is like the old, old one. Yeah. It, but That's the only thing about it that I've never really liked. I always felt
0: like that should've looked a little bit more supernatural, I guess, with his budget, but only they could do it only when they could do. Yeah. So, his is gone now. And at this point, this is where Billy finally decides to give Henry a name. Because early in the movie, you know, he was like, Oh the name You know, type of thing, you know, Rudabar's Arkansas Dave. You know, and I know Skurloff's Christian name is not Doc. So basically, you want a name. You gotta earn so it. You gotta earn it. I guess he felt he earned it now. No, he didn't.
1: He, no, he, didn't. he, <laughs> he just felt life. guilty. He like, like I, I, if I give him a name, he'll stay along with me. <laughs> yeah. So so, Buckshot you know, me. yeah. Buckshot George. That's your name. Yeah. George. It's a good name. Buckshot George. My name right. is William Henry French. That's a good name, too.
0: So here is like, yo. Basically, he said, "I'm done. Yeah, too. I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah, I I, I didn't roll with you a little bit, but it, this this uh this outlaw life is not for me. <laughs> so I want to
1: call up Ferris and just play like I'm sick again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, go hang out with freaking uh hang out with Ferris and Sloan and run from uh Rooney yeah. and shit. Chill cool. out. Yeah, you know, but so then because I'm trying to do it. They cut to Dave when yes. he gets them,
1: basically because he uh dipping his head in a little pond or whatever <laughs> and he uh asked to go asked the two Mexican dudes is this old Mexico and they like they just shake their nod their head and he's like uh, uh you know they, they um is he he wants to be known again I'm Arkansas Dave Rudabar. and they both look up do you know me oh, yeah and they both nod their like yeah. And then you just see my man on the left, or yeah, on the left, he just pick up this blade and start like looking at it like, <laughs> yeah. So Dave Rewind is so, going to shut the hell up.
0: So, yeah. So side story about you, And this is from real life. Dave didn't leave and go straight to Old Messi. He actually made a detour a little place called Tombstone. And got caught up with a gang known as the Clanton gang. And he was he may or may not have been there with some dude named Virgil and Morgan was shot.
1: Oh wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and when I read I was like, huh. So yeah, he, he he was riding with that Clanton Gang for for a little bit before he Ended up going to Mexico. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, like, huh? Okay. Because yeah, because the way the movie plays it, as if you know, he just rolled out and just went straight to old Mexico. The way the story goes in real life is that after that, he finds his way out there to Arizona and ends up caught up with uh Ike. <laughs> and everything, his gay for a little bit. And who knows? Maybe he was one of the ones that shot either Morgan or Virgin. Uh, Never know. But yeah, so we go back to. um. Once again, we had a goddamn party. <laughs> and everything. Seems like that's when things go down. I did not. I'm party.
1: This scene. I'm going to let you have this. <laughs> it I I was <laughs> there. I want to say Billy was high on peyote or something, but I can't say I'm certain on it. Uh,
0: I think, okay, so we'll, we'll go through it there. We can kind of see. So, yeah, Billy's out there. Everybody's, like, having a good time. Somebody with a head pinata, and I am like, is that a real head in there maybe? I don't know, but, um, you know, they all having a good time. He, he just grabs this random woman, starts dancing around with her. Henry, he just standing off on the sidelines. He's like, I ain't an outlaw no more. You know, type of thing. <laughs> he's just, he's he, he just there, right? Because that's, that's basically how he look. he just there. Man. Yeah. I don't even know if showing him anymore. It's like, yeah, I mean, he just, he just there. So they, you know, he dancing around. Then Billy ended up going inside with the woman and everything. And then he gets up and he goes out. It looked like speedos, I think it was. Uh, I, know, I guess was it, it?
1: To be an outhouse because she said, "Go." She's telling him, "Won't you go to the um something like an outhouse and get some beef, and I'll cook for you."
0: Yeah. So he goes out there. He opens the door. He looks around, and he's and he says, "All right, so let's finish it." So Billy, he goes he he goes back inside and everything. And I think he was looking for Beaver. Is what he, yeah, he went looking. He was at.
1: like Beaver, did you cut any beef this morning?
0: Yeah, and next thing you know, you hear like a um, match strike, and then we find out that it's that guy. And they get into this whole back and forth, you know, and everything about you killed or uh, the boy you killed Doc, you knew him, and this that and the other and business like. No, um, Pat's like like this is it. No more running now. You can't run no more. I I have avoided, you know, killing you. I took you in and you escaped. And now I gotta put you down now. And it's like Billy he because at first what's funny about it, he's he tried to still be the mystical Billy the kid, but then when Pat pulled that gun on him and put it in his face, it's like he started but well, you know, I can I can go to old Mexico. I can you know he started like so I'm bitching up real quick, <laughs> right? So they get to this whole thing, and then it's like, I can go to Old Mexico, I won't come back anymore. And Pat's like, no. It's like if I let you go, you would come back. And, you know, they would they would stone my ass. Basically, <laughs> what he's saying, like, you know, the pretense would be like, I killed you, but I really let you go. But then you would show back up, and then they'd become looking at me crazy, and this thing. No, they hang my ass. So, let you go. No, I gotta, I gotta kill you now. And so it kind of comes full circle because, like that scene in the in the first movie, which once again was supposed to have a sequel, when he turns his back on Pat and he asks him in the first movie, "Are you my friend?" And Garrett hesitates for a second. He's like, "Of course I am," but he walks away. This time, he turns his back on him. He starts walking away, and everything, and. And he pulls out the gun, aims it at him, and you hear the because they cut away from it, and you see the pinata burst. Everybody goes running off. He clears out like nothing. Pat comes walking out in the middle of the street. It's completely empty. But then you notice all his men come from where they was hiding out there. It. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so what exactly happened in there? Because he going under the pretense of Bushy Bill Roberts is actually Billy the Kid, and they never actually give us clarification on that. I mean, I think
1: I think we're supposed to know it's him because he's telling the story. Now, how would he know the story? Like, how would this random person know the story? So, it, it, I think it hmm. is Billy the Kid. And what I'm guessing, and after seeing it today, what I'm guessing happened is. They both had an idea of how they could get Billy out of there, but it's not said to the audience and it's not told to us. Mm-hmm. But somehow they worked it out where, I, right, I'm gonna get you out of here. I'm gonna play like I killed you, and I'm gonna get you out of here. But see, I don't know what body they buried. Like it's a, it's a whole lot of questions for that scene that's not answered because they buried a body. Now, who body did they bury? Cause it damn- and,
0: and also too Are you trying to tell me that Vigo And the rest of the men didn't see this body Because they know what Billy looks like That's
1: what I'm saying like, It's like a lot of stuff The film didn't end up right Like the ending huh. scene Or this ending third act or To finish the movie Didn't play like the, I guess the director wanted Or either how it was written And for the audience It's confusing 'Cause we should have we should have seen something that gave an indication of, well, he got Billy out of there this way. But we don't know how how Billy got out of there. We just know, you know, I you know, I, he stole his horse. You see the dude steal a horse and, and and that's another thing
0: too. How okay, so they are having the funeral and everything. How is it that he's able to creep up there with all them standing around and they don't Notice some random person with a damn blanket over their head walk up and take a horse. <laughs> you know, it's it's just weird. Like, yeah, it's it, a lot. It's all it's almost like they roped themselves into a corner and they tried. They had to kind of finesse their way out. Yeah, of it. they
1: finesse their way out of it, and I think what their 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 thinking was, well, nobody's gonna think that hard because they're gonna be happy he's still alive. But Looking at it now, I think that I'm, I'm, I think I'm almost 100% right. That's what they wanted, and what they thought was that it would play. And at, as time, you know how you can do something like it, in that time period, and it's good, and people just go with it. But then, yeah. as time goes on, you start questioning certain movies and how they ended, up. why this. And I think these are just one of these movies that fell into the trap of, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can they explain that a little bit better? Couldn't they have shown something to say? Show that, okay? Yeah, I got him out of there. Just show, just, just one scene, something like a door or something. Because like, it's too many questions. Like, because again, who did they bury? Eagle Morrison didn't check the body. Nobody checked the body. Nobody saw when this person. Took, to- they oh, just oh, took Garrett's word for it. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, so it's a, and there's a lot. You just got to go with it. I think.
0: Yeah. I mean it's almost like it's almost like the, the terminator of um, whole story. Like if you think too hard about okay, you know that Kyle Reese is John Connor's dad, but John Connor is actually older than Kyle Reese, so who is actually who was Kyle Reese's parents? If you start like thinking like that, yeah. it will make your head hurt. And that rabbit hole can get a little <laughs> <insane>. Right. <laughs> or or if you think or if you think about like back to the future thing like are you trying to tell me george spends all this time with this dude calvin klein but he doesn't realize years later that this dude looked exactly like his son oh man yeah
1: i i, I was thinking that um when me and my wife was watching it, we was watching the second and i was sitting there like huh yeah that's the same thing i thought about like you don't think back like i remember some guy named you look just like wait a
0: minute that's, that's like the most important time of his life. In fact that's when he yeah, meets it So does so, so that mm-hmm. like so when he
1: goes back see that's why I'm okay. You know what let's finish this <laughs> we're talking about that's a rabble.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, but that's what I'm talking about. Like if you start peeling back the layers like that with certain stuff, you unravel a whole bunch of shit. But so so yeah, they you know they had a funeral with that and everything and we get the voice over Bush bushy talking about, Yeah, I never stole a horse for anybody. I never like Did I like him? No, I loved something. Bitch. Like the, you love it's him? Like, really? You like, loved him? Yeah, yeah. I got, yeah,
1: I, yeah, this movie was fine. I'll just say that it was fine.
0: <laughs> Maybe the old man is misremembering stuff. You have we. We
1: all get this story from from an old old man. Nah, I think they told it just like they wanted to tell it, and it just didn't make any sense. Like you, that's supposed to be said for Doc. That's not supposed to be said for Pat Garrett, a man that we have no. Oh, you rode with him for a year, and now you love the son of a bitch.
0: Oh man, I guess yeah.
1: whatever. Whatever.
0: Well, maybe he loved him. Maybe he loved him because he he managed to slip him up out of there some type
1: of way. Whatever movie, Uh, y'all got (laughs) y'all sequel out there. Um, I understand why people like it, but it 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 doesn't have the same heart as the first one. And I think that's my I think I think that's what I was avoiding to say in the beginning. The heart from the movie that was in the first one is not in the second one. This seems like a money grab. It feels like a money grab. Was it enjoyable? Yes. Yes, it was enjoyable, but I just don't have any, you know, stake in it. I don't have any emotion to a lot of the characters in the movie. And once those characters leave that I do have emotion to in this movie, that's when this movie starts failing me. And I'm just like, okay, Pat Garrett, whatever. Like, But he's an added character. Yes, he was in the first one, but he was used in two scenes he didn't have a lot of things and he didn't make it like they had this big time relationship because again the way they are in the first one is the way they were they were just acquaintances mm-hmm. that's the way they were in real life so to make this and i understand you know you got to make a story for a movie i just felt they should have leaned more with the with the original with well, the 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 original yeah, well, that original remaining members they should have leaned on that more than the lean on the pat garrett story because the pat garrett story i just didn't buy
0: you could have still they could have still basically told this movie and have them be like acquaintances kind of like how pat garrett and billy the kid movie the old movie is where they were acquaintances they knew of each other and then had Garrett becomes the sheriff, and then he eventually has to be the one to track him down and, you know, kill him. They could have still did that, because you could still have Billy Ryan with me. You probably could have had Tom as one of the um, members instead of Garrett. And then you bring back Chavez and Doc and go from there and just had them as a group. And you've always had Garrett kind of just looming around. You didn't have to have him, all. Oh, he's a part of the gang then he just, you know, peace out from the game. Next thing you know, he's the sheriff and he's tracking him down. They could have left all that to the side, really. Yeah. In my opinion, but, uh, it, it, it's like they was, I don't know, maybe they're trying to be too cute with certain stuff. Maybe. But, um, but yeah, the, the ending of the movie is, is the old man, you know, walking away. We get like little you know, title roles and everything where, do go before a judge even though with some surviving members you know from back in the day that knew of him who identified him as billy the kid the judge would was like discredited him was like nope no you're not and everything then he ended up back 20 20 some days later um and everything so then it's like this whole open interpretation was he really Billy the kid we'll never know <laughs> and everything We still never figured it out like, if he really was um, and then of course you get the scroll about Dave when he got to Mexico, he hit it and everything as a warning to, you know, outlaws who want to cross the border or whatnot. But, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was fun. So he ended up, he ended up getting famous for the wrong reason. You know, yep. he was a warning. <laughs> he became a warning. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a problem.
1: That's a warning, kids. Don't, don't, don't be trying to be famous out here.
0: <laughs> yeah don't be don't don't try to be famous like they right. um, but what's crazy about it too, in real life, Doc and Chavez didn't die the way the movie depicts it actually they died years later. They didn't die around this time um and everything. They actually lived like to be older gentlemen. they didn't die like no um and everything. Uh, Pat Garrett, he, yeah, that was true about the book that, that the uh, newspaper dude wrote, and it failed, and he was only known for killing Billy the Kid, then he himself got shot down by some 21-year-old dude, and that was his legacy. He 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 got famous for the wrong reasons, and which is kind of played up in the movie, Um, and everything, like how Billy said, you trying to get famous off of my name, but it's not going to work out how you want it to, and it didn't. Yeah, he, his life was not great after the events <laughs> that took place here either. Um, before we actually get out of here, I did find a real interesting trivia, because I, I, that's the other reason why I watched the movie twice because I wanted to see exactly where she was. I know she was part of, um, things, um, uh, poor house or whatever, but freaking Ginger Lynn is in this movie.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs>
0: and, and the reason I brought that up is because. Around this time in real life, when Charlie Sheen had a thing going on, so yes, as um, able to brother, like yeah, I have his girlfriend. What's she known for? That's what I'm gonna have her be known for in this movie basically. <laughs> so thought that was kind of funny that she show up, and yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much the movie. Um, we i mean like i said we have our issues with it but at the same time i think we, we realize that people like this movie for what it is and how it is but i don't know maybe maybe we just kind of cut from a different cloth to where we like the original a little bit more uh it's a thing but uh, I do. we do
1: podcasts that's what it is <laughs> that's
0: what it comes down
1: to. I it think, could be because it, it, i think yeah. you know especially when you uh got a podcast that you just do movies and you're a movie buff and you're a movie nerd and you watch a lot of movies things you start noticing a lot of things and things start bothering you just like now I've noticed with doing um, my podcast certain movies I look at kind of funny just like we did with Smoking Aces I thought I originally loved Smoking Aces but I had to make sure and after (laughs) watching it I was like no I enjoy it for what it is but it's a very flawed movie but
0: what was crazy about it there's certain flawed movies that i actually enjoy, yeah and I, I i love it because of the flaws i mean now smoking aces because I, I remember saying that at the movie theater because i saw a friend of mine and, and we liked. It, and i mean i own it and i watch it every so often and i do i enjoy it for what it is there's certain aspects of that movie i like more than others but i mean because i did listen to the episode which i keep talking about it and It is a mess of a movie. In certain parts, it's like, okay, I enjoy this side story, this side story. They could have left kind of on the cutting floor. If they were to focus a little bit more on this, it probably would have been a more well-rounded movie.
1: It's a bunch of people. It's a bunch of friends. It's a bunch of favors as far as the cast. And... It's a mess, but it's a mess that I enjoy. Like Shahiki, he, he just, he just didn't like it. But it's like, I still found enjoyment in watching it. And I just, I, I will sing this to the moon. Uh, Jeremy Piven is just so excellent of playing that asshole. Like that's what he's born to play. It's Ari Gold on Coke. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was fun.
1: It was a fun scene. Like, I got like, I enjoyed it, but like, yeah, just, you know, if you enjoy Young Guns too, fine. I understand the enjoyment. And I think I still like the movie. I just don't like it like I used to like it. Just now. just Because it just doesn't add up for a sequel. And, you know, sequels always have this thing of not living up to the original. But this one was more of a thing of we didn't need a sequel at all.
0: Mm-mm. And the first movie proved that. <laughs> the first movie proved... And it's like he was trying to... It's like they was trying to make a sequel out of nothing. Yeah, and also kind of make reference back to the original, but also to, like, okay, we're telling a completely different story. Did you know of the first movie? Don't think about that here so much. Yeah, we got some people from that movie, but don't think about anything from that movie because we're telling a completely different story. We're basically revisioning, you know, revising what the first movie was and and it makes me wonder: Is this even supposed to be looked at as a sequel, even though it's a, it's a part two? But story-wise, are we supposed to really look at it as a sequel? Really, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting that they do it like that. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, Jeff, thanks for coming on and talking about these movies with me um, and everything. Um, is there any last thoughts you have about the movie and mean, after that you can plug
1: your, plug your everything uh, or plug. my last thought is um young guns 2 it's just a it's a it's a companion piece to young guns like if you've seen young guns one you need to see young guns too uh, i'm not gonna tell you which one i like like what you want to like um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, I can sit here all day and say, you know, the flaws, but people say, I still enjoy it. And you should. It's whatever you like. But um, the performances were great for where they were. Uh, I thought, again, um, Emilio Estevez knocked it out the park. It's like he just picked right up where he was at. Um, Everybody else was phenomenal uh, as far as the cast. They did what needed to be done. Of course, now I have this thing in my head about the ending and uh, it's going to bother me for a little bit. But um before i get to a plugging what i do in this jeff versus the world podcast you can find it on apple google whatever you want to listen to podcasts that you can find jeff versus the world um before this year out and we only got a couple of weeks mm-hmm. me and you streets of fire it's got to happen i've been saying this but two- <laughs> and i've been trying to figure it out but i'm gonna make it happen i'm gonna find a day Maybe it'd be like a Thursday. Like, this is another good day I can record. So we're going to get it done before this year. I want it to be at least recorded. (laughs) I'm not saying when I'm going to release it because I feel like that's going to be special. So uh, we definitely are going to do this before the year. Now, that being said, Mm. if you want to listen to anything that I do, Jeff versus the world, uh, I am on again anywhere you can listen to uh, podcasts as far as Apple, SoundCloud, Anchor, uh, what else is out there? <laughs> Google Podcasts, uh, Reeker, uh, anywhere you listen to, you, you can probably find me. Uh, Jeff versus the World, I do Hood Classics, which me and my man Shahid do movies. I Am Not Dave Wrestling podcast, which will be back next year, which will, I will have a new co-host, and we will try to do two episodes a month, maybe three. Still working on some things, still want another female guest, so there'll be a rotation. It won't be everybody you hear each week, but I'm trying to get that popping off again. Uh, sports Talk, uh, what me and Shahid do, a Bully in the Hipster Sports Talk podcast. Yeah, we're on a break. Uh, sports has been weird. Everything was weird, so we just had to put a hold on to it, and yeah, it is what it is. But right now, hood classics is the thing. It's Jeff versus the World presents Hood Classics. Uh, this week, next excuse me, next week. Well, no, this week we just came out with the um, Spoken Aces episode. Next week is me and Shahid and a very special guest, my girl Tiffany, will be on, and we are doing the movie Obsessed. Uh, Beyonce, <laughs> and Agis Elba. Uh. Such a polarizing movie. Another polarizing movie. I, I, one thing about this movie is that you feel a certain type of way if you're a male and you feel a certain type of way if you're a female. Uh, so it's gonna, This is going to be the first time we actually have a female, a woman, excuse me, a woman with us on um, this episode to give her perspective of the movie because I'm pretty sure I know how me and Shahida feel about certain parts of the movie. <laughs> so we need a woman to keep us in check. Uh, so I can't wait to do that episode. Um, hopefully it'll be out sometime next week. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to follow me on social media, it's Jeff versus the world on Twitter and on Facebook and if you want to follow me on Instagram. You can follow me at the real Jeff versus the world. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I just like to thank you for the opportunity you gave me to come on this week and last week and talk about young guns. One and two.